0: Maboff
1: Hello and welcome to Movie Autopsy, I'm Paul Culliver And I'm Anthony McCormack Mr. McCormack, I might have known Do you spectre me to talk? No, Mr.
0: Culliver, I spectre you to talk. Well, no, actually now I think about it, yes I do spectre you to talk About our movie today Spectre <laughs> Uh... Uh-huh.
1: So we're going to do something perhaps a little bit different to our usual episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, where we just generally talk about and jump from, you know, various places in the film. Today we're going to go through chronologically.
0: As chronologically as we can, as as chronologically as possible. Uh,
1: It might end up being quite a long episode. Yes. uh, But we want to really just go through everything because there's a lot in this film.
0: There is so, it is jam-packed, this film.
1: Uh, So we've got to start from the start. Yes.
0: Uh, I mean, what is, how do you start a Bond film, Paul?
1: Well, I guess we've had the cold open, so then it would be.
0: If I risk it all,
1: would I risk it all? I How do I risk, risk risk it all? How do I risk? risk let's risk, risk it, it all. <laughs> I have to risk, risk it, it, all. it all, cause the oh, risk, risk is all. all. <laughs> Uh, now this is—is is this the twenty-fourth
0: <laughs> Bond movie ever? Is it? There's, there's not Bond including of, unofficials, None including unofficials, or you know, just movies that you and I have made just for <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> uh, Daniel Craig. Now, now, Casino, Casino Royale comes out, Paul, yeah. and everyone goes nuts for it. Yeah. And this is—I I, maybe I'm rewriting history here, but I feel like if if James Bond movies happen. A lot, of, a lot of the time it's guys who go, oh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. And it's the lady folk. And I don't mean to stereotype, but they're more discerning. And they're like, maybe I'll see it. Probably I won't. <laughs> Casino right. Royale comes out, and the lady folks ears sort of pop up a I bit.
1: I don't. I not want to. I don't know about any of this. Yeah. i this is all you. I'm this, sorry. I have to a, leave you out on that limb.
0: Okay. All <laughs> right. But I feel like this is a Bond and Daniel Craig, and there's that whole story about you know he's doing interviews now, and people are like, "What do you think of Bond, Daniel Craig?" And he's like, "Oh, have you got an hour, and I'll <laughs> complain to you about he's a pig." And I feel like. It's a movie. It, it's a series of movies of the Daniel Craig movies where Bond is still Bond, but we're actually saying there are things that Bond does that are not cool.
1: Yeah, well, like it's crazy that people are like, oh God, he's really hating on Bond. No, he's just calling him a misogynist, which he is. Yeah, and someone tried to tell me that the new Daniel Craig is not a misogynist. I think he's still, he's still a womanizer. Uh, it's interesting in this movie that they address the fact that all the women he sleeps with dies. Uh, I wonder, you know, I think we'll discuss this, how much this movie is like retconning or kind of... Not retconning, it's not that. But it's like how much it's going, oh yeah, we meant all of that. Yeah, oh yeah, we meant that. Yeah, that was meant to happen. That's all I, part of our plan.
0: When we get into spoilers, I want to tell you everything I think about that. Yeah, uh,
1: did you like it? Would you recommend this where does it? Where does it sit on the? Is this still part of the origin trilogy quadrilogy of yes. Craig? Yeah.
0: Well, it does feel like Craig is doing his own thing. He's is, doing his own box set.
1: Right. Is this like? Is this? Oh, is this the first Bond film? Like we're yeah. we're are just doing a Bond film now rather than let's set up Bond.
0: I I have to come clean, Paul. And I'm seeing early reviews coming out online, yeah. and it's like fifty fifty, like. Some critics are saying this is the best Bond movie you'll ever see, and the other side of it of the fence is people saying this is the worst Bond movie you'll ever <laughs> like. There's no in between. There's yeah. no people going, oh, it's kind of good, I guess." Yeah. Um, of the two, of those two opposing forces, yeah, I this was not my cup of tea. This movie, wow, I did not enjoy this movie.
1: Whoa, yeah. See, so, yeah, I'm not ready to commit to like wow this is amazing yeah um yeah um i didn't not enjoy it because the whole time i was watching i was like oh my god it's bond oh my god like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i was so excited but then i am left and let's talk about why that is i'm left a little bit wanting and i don't know why that is yes exactly yep so let's get into it there's gonna be spoilers there is there's gonna be spectalers yeah, the, no, that didn't work. <laughs> the
0: spoilers are on the wall.
1: Yeah, uh, but the best way uh, for there to be no spoilers is if you've seen the movie, if you've spected the movie. <laughs> that would work much better. Yeah, I yeah. Feel that time yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see if it It's like it's not even. It doesn't even lend itself to puns. But we're doing yeah. it anyway. We are. <laughs> we are. I, so let's start off. Yes. Uh, the like uh, it was. It was in the trailer, and then uh, it was. Uh, Became kind of the official movie poster. We had our Baron Samedi esque, yes, skeleton with a top hat image yes. on the poster in the trailer. Is that Baron Samedi? Is it some shadowy character? Is it someone from Quantum? Is it someone from Spectre? Yes. It opens up on him noticing some guy walking by in a white, you know, dress, a white, you know, white dress uh, suit. Um, it's Day of the Dead. It's Mexico City. Who is this mysterious figure? How early on did you go? Oh, it's Daniel Craig. It's it's Bond. I. You know what? It wasn't
0: until he took off the mask and they really they gave clues because like he's in the elevator with yeah. the lady, the nice lady, and you see his eyes through the mask. Yeah. And like they look like Craig Baby Blues. Yeah, but I don't know one hundred percent for sure that it's because I thought wouldn't it be an interesting twist? You see two figures at the start, and mm. the first walks out of frame, and the first just stays there. And then just walks casually with this lady. Yeah. I'm like, what if the one that walked off was Craig? And, uh. and this one... And it's not until he takes off the mask that you're like,
1: oh, that's Craig. Yeah. So, I love that they've basically... The poster... The movie poster for Spectre is... James Bond twice. (laughs) It's just James Bond, and then James Bond behind him in disguise.
0: (laughs) Well, this this is how I feel about the poster having seen the movie. Yeah, is that it's a big skeleton that you assume is going to be a character in the movie. Yeah, that is the movie. It's basically the poster saying this is going to be really (laughs) skeletony. This is a grim kind of. It felt like a darker, grimmer kind of movie. Yeah,
1: so not gritty, but like grimmer.
0: Yeah. Well, yes.
1: Still gritty. Still crate Gritty.
0: In much the same way, Mission Impossible 5, right? You you had Ghost, gross protocol. (laughs) That would be a terrible protocol. Don't enact that. (laughs) But you had Ghost Protocol come out, and that was very light and fun, and there were serious things happening, but you were having good fun. And then the fifth one comes out. Was it Rogue Nation?
1: And it felt
0: bloodier for some reason. It felt dirtier. So this felt
1: like that for you?
0: This felt like the Bond version of that for there me. There was some
1: shit that was like... Um, I mean, we'll get to it, because we kind of got to go through this fairly chronologically as yes, opposed yes. to how we usually do it, kind of all over the place. Um, but yeah, there, it was like some stuff that I was like, this is ridiculous. There was some stuff that was had the Bond, not can yeah. be, but like ridiculous stuff, and there was some stuff that I was like, oh, this is full on. What are you doing? Yes. Um, yes. Which is weird that they shut that line. So we have this like constant tracking shot that goes for i don't know seven or eight minutes maybe in the cold open
0: and you know what's interesting to me like i'm engaged in this movie it's still you're deciding whether you like the movie or not yeah you're like give me clues movie are you good or bad movie you can tell me i won't tell the rest (laughs) of the audience um and as that tracking shot is happening i'm like this is cool Will this, is this rewatch value here? Mm. Like, if I'm rewatching the movie, is this the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, fast forward this shot because it's real long <laughs> and nothing happens, you know what I mean?
1: I, um, you know, I uh, my brother, uh, George, came along to see it with us and uh, he was saying, like, he's like, I think my favorite scene in the film was the first one, and I was like, "Oh, I think you're right." Like, yeah. I think that's, I think it's also because it's so exciting because you don't know what's happening. Yes, which is kind of part of it. And oh, look, I'll say when I saw the Daniel Craig, the the blonde hair from behind, I was like, "Oh, that's like, that's 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 Craig blonde." So it wasn't the eyes, it wasn't the baby blue. Oh, yeah. It was the Craig blonde from behind. I was like. I think that's James Bond. Yeah. And then he was getting all, like, lucky with a woman. I'm like, well, it's probably James Bond. It's, <laughs> like,
0: the second there's woman going on, you're like, <laughs> yeah, who does women but James Bond? Yeah.
1: But, like, such a great... Uh, I really like the aesthetic of that whole first scene. Uh, like the <laughs> And just the, like, uh, hey, where are you going? Oh, I'll be back in a minute. Just like, and it, it, it cuts, the camera shoots back to him and he's already gotten out of the clothes yeah, and he's yeah. got the fucking grenade launch. Well, it's not a grenade launch, it's a gun, isn't it? Yeah. But he must have blown something up in the building. That's unclear what the hell he did. Whether
0: the bomb that he blew up was the bomb that was meant for the stadium, potentially.
1: Oh, that I makes d- sense.
0: I like, that's what I was thinking was about later. it a big explosion. Like, it, it was took very out big.
1: A- I think they actually said like a city block or whatever. Yeah. As opposed to just, oh, we accidentally shot a gas canister yeah, yeah. or something. Um, And then, yeah, the walk along there. And I, you've seen Birdman. Well, obviously, you've seen Birdman. We, we saw it together. Uh, so, and in Birdman, you started to pick the places where they did the cheats. Like, yes, it, it yes. went past a door or it went past a. And there were a few cheats in this tracking shot. I, I'm pretty sure they didn't do this all in one. Mm hmm. Um, I think when they first go into the lobby that's a that's actually quite like it's I almost wondered whether that lobby there was I had a space issue in my brain like maybe when they go into the lobby that's not actually there
0: Oh yeah yeah like
1: I feel like they cheated that onto a stage
0: Yes um this, this is where I I f- kind of found it interesting the second they get into the helicopter for me, and the helicopter stuff was really exciting stuff. Yeah. And it reminded me a little bit of Roger Moore in Moonraker.
1: Oh, I was going to go with another Roger Moore film. Oh,
0: well, there there are, I mean, the obvious one that you go with is, um, is it, your eyes are great. What's that one? (laughs) For your eyes only.
1: Oh, no, I'm thinking of an, oh, is that, no, the one, oh, what's the one where, the cold open where Blofeld dies?
0: Yeah, is uh, your eyes only. Yeah, yeah, that's what i was thinking of. Wonderful, wonderful eyes starring Roger Moore. Um, But yeah, that's the helicopter, but I think of Moonraker because there's this incredible sequence at the start of Moonraker where he is jumping out of a plane without a parachute, and you see the photography of it, and it's like two people in the sky, and that's very impressive, Mm. but it's quite obvious that it's not Roger Moore in the sky, because every (laughs) time it's Roger Moore... It's a close-up of him, and it's like an air cannon blowing his hair up, <laughs> and it's blue screen behind him. And I had that feeling in the helicopter where it's like, these helicopter things are going on, and it's very, very, you know, impressive. Yeah. But then it cuts in close for the actual fighting and punching, and it's it's 2015 special effects, so they're better. yeah. But it's also that they're not there. Daniel yeah. Craig is not physically there. Kind That's of
1: thing. That's the thing. I, I, yeah, I got that sense as well. Because it's like when you have like the Christopher Nolan, his Dark Knight Rises. They did that whole plane stunt, and they actually did that whole plane stunt. I wonder with a helicopter doing all that maneuver stuff, maybe it's not safe to do yeah. that stunt. Like you just can't, you just can't do that. I think.
0: Well, I feel like a lot of the helicopter stuff that they did was like that is really incredibly impressive to me. Yeah. And and I've, I have no doubt that people who did those stunts are, like, the only people in the world who can do yeah, right. like those kinds of stuff, stunts.
1: But, um, well, that's the thing. I'm wondering how much of that... Yeah, well, I'm wondering how much of that stunt stuff was actually just like they didn't actually put, i will well we'll probably find out on the special features did they actually put a helicopter over the square full of people doing mexico day of the Dead and then perform those stunts i yeah. don't think so
0: i don't think is, so it's that was jarring for me yeah was putting those shots in of of daniel craig and and bad guy yeah Cause his name's skiaro yeah M- mr scarface or whatever It's Skiaro. I don't know why I'm bringing Scarface into this. He has nothing to do with this.
1: He really doesn't. Maybe he's a member of Spectre because everything's connected. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. You know the Joker?
0: Jared Leto's
1: Joker? Yeah. Spectre. Spectre! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I can tell from this ring. We'll get to that. What?
0: It it seems to me that this is the only ring because you don't see other people in the meeting Wearing the ring. I'm jumping ahead. You don't yeah. see other people in the meeting wearing the ring. And then later when they assess the ring, every bad guy ever has worn just this specific ring. I don't ring. get it. I don't get it. But it but anyway, so going yeah. back, there's the start. He gets the ring and then there's the title sequence. I was really excited in the title sequence yeah. that they brought the old characters into it, that you yeah. see Le Chifre in there, that you see... You know,
1: and when they showed Silver, because we were talking about this, like everything we knew was connected to quantum, yes, and we figured quantum was going to be folded into the mythology of Spectre, yes. But we were talking about, we're like, oh, Silver, the Javier so, yeah. Bardem character from Skyfall, he's not. There was hey, no hey, suggestion,
0: exactly. And uh, uh, well, it, it is interesting that you've got Mister White, hmm. Dominic Green from Quantum of Solace, yeah, Silver. Yes. Right, that they are all co- colors, and it's like, are they laying? You know, maybe they're being cunning. These Bond people—they've yeah. been laying seeds all along.
1: Because I was thinking, like, it'd be cool instead of like number two or number seven from like the originals. Like, maybe they've got like real world, but like color names. I don't know. Yeah, but that's not that's not nearly as cool. I don't think.
0: A- Possibly, in retrospect, we're looking more into this than the writers of the movie yeah, were. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: But maybe it's just that Bond-esque naming kind of scheme. I don't know. But I... Uh, yeah, but it's- as soon as I saw Silver in the opening cer- credits... Opening ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> we should have an opening ceremony for every Bond film. Hell yeah. The opening credits, uh, I was like, oh shit. Oh shit, they're going there. Like, they are connecting everything.
0: Well, what it reminded me of was the opening to On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Mm which very quickly, if you've never seen it, th- that's the first Bond movie where, A, they changed actors and, B, it wasn't Sean Connery anymore, it was George Lazenby. But it was kind of like they used the opening sequence and most Bond movies, like all Bond movies up until that point, had been standalone silos, if you will. Like, they there had been that continuing thread of number three, number two, and then number one, mm. you know, working up it throughout the movies. But... That was the first opening sequence that actually said, you know, actually used footage from the other movies and and was all like, these are movies that have already happened. And it's such a, on the positive end of the spectrum, like, there are some people that are like, don't do that in your opening, you know. I say, get out of here with you people, (laughs) you know, because what, don't do it with every Bond movie by, Mm. by any stretch of the imagination. But what is kind of exciting about it is you're like, This is the James Bond that has done all these things And remember all these awesome moments And and that's what was coming through It was like a 2015 version of that For me And I was excited Do you know
1: what went through my brain When I saw like Vespa Lind and, and M and stuff Old M and stuff I was like Oh they'll get paychecks now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I thought the exact same I was thing
1: like, I was like, oh, Eva Green, don't know what she's up to But I guess she'll get a royalty for that, that's nice
0: I thought that with uh, Dame Judy Dench I'm like, isn't it terrible they've killed her And she can't get any Bond paychecks anymore And then she's in the opening title sequence I'm like, yeah, you go Dame Judi And with Judy. the
1: video, so she would have yeah, got yeah. She, yeah, surely, yeah She, she, she was her. a part She would have a hefty fee for that
0: Now, now this is another thing I want to bring up Because... Yeah. M gives the old M Dame Judi Denchan, yeah. gives Bond the mission. Like yeah. you assume he's gone on his he's doing his Bond thing again. He's going rogue. Yeah, uh, it's actually a mission that M has left over mm. for him. But in the court, we've now seen the end of the movie. Right, yeah. we now know what happens. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? You're right. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she leave that in a video for him? Why not? Why is that not business as per usual for MI6? Why would he not discuss that mission with the new him? Why? There are so many whys.
1: So in that. theory, she, I mean, you don't know when she taped that video.
0: As well as like, it's a little bit Dumbledore in the sense of. Dumbledore never sits down and says to Harry Potter, this is what you need to know, ABC. Yeah. And because that's in a world of magic, you think to yourself, does Dumbledore know the future? Like, is there something (laughs) going on where he's like, I'm going to give you just the, you know, like the Matrix Oracle, I'm going to give you just the amount of information you need to do everything in the right proper sequence Mm. and become the person that you need to be. I'm not sure that Dame Judi Dench's M is that, much of a wizard that she's like, I want you to kill this guy, go to his funeral. That's all the information that she gives him. And he's like, (laughs) yep, no worries. Sorted. Got it for you.
1: It is a bit bizarre because his job was to kill Mr. White. That's what we think we can tell. So, I mean, apart from going chronologically, we kind of need to piece things together from other parts. So from the, well, okay, let's go chronological. So we're, yeah. now we're okay. We're, we've got lots of octopuses, lots of flames. The opening sequence for me seemed a little bit jarring because, like, the flames and the octopus didn't seem to go together. It, it, for me. yeah, and uh, there it was, was lots cool, of... but it was, uh, I don't know.
0: I'm gl- we agree on that. Yeah, that was not a and and in in the Skyfall opening, for example, you see, uh, is it Javier Bardem? Mm-hmm. Um, you see Daniel Craig pop up, you see Javier Bardem pop up, like a lot of the time in the old traditional, you know, introduction, you know, montages, mm. it's very surrealistic and abstract and it's mm. silhouettes of lovely ladies, um, and, and guns and things like that going on As very rarely people. Mm. And now this was like the most persony. Yeah. Kind of intro of this was like here are people here is a face here's another face yeah well just he, was faces a, everywhere. he
1: was he was in it a lot in the quantum of solace one as well but yeah anyway probably yeah. not yeah it was it was interesting in that it foreshadowed some stuff and it it was it looked cool but I did I wasn't like oh this is like a new iconic it was it felt re reusy of stuff I don't know because mm. um, yeah so is the spectre logo meant to be an octopus? I fict- figured it was like a spider or something, but I guess it's an octopus.
0: I think it was meant to be an octopus. Is that
1: what Octopussy is about? <laughs> is it related to that?
0: That is not related That's in any way. Okay. Yeah.
1: okay, all right. So then we spend a lot of time in London. To be honest, we set up uh, Denby C. I would, didn't actually. I missed exactly what his did. He have a title that started with C. It was pretty much that
0: Bond said, "I'm going to call you C as a joke." And he's like, don't do that. And Bond's like, nah, I reckon I'm gonna.
1: But then he says C to other people.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing, is that, like, Bond kind of accidentally names him, <laughs> and then the movie just assumes that's his name.
1: <laughs> which is weird to me. So no, I thought it was based on something. Like, his title was, like, Controller of intel, Like, something like that, but that I oh, kind okay. of... I misheard, and so he kind of... Whereas it should have been D, shouldn't have been. <laughs> like, Max Denby.
0: Well, that yeah, that like would make Mallory sense. Like, because Mallory is... Yeah, is M. Is M. Like, it, it, and, and doesn't Bond say at one point to Dane Judy Dench, I thought M was a randomly assigned letter? <laughs> yeah. something like that?
1: I had no idea it stood for... Yeah. And then she said, my Lord?
0: Like, you do get the sense that anyone that is in that position, whether their name is Mallory or not, is going to be M.
1: No, you can only get that job if you <laughs> have an M in your name. <laughs> and apparently in Skyfall... Uh, they do actually reveal, it's like Olivia something, there's a screenshot of when she gets, when he gets the personal effects. Yeah. Um, oh, do you reckon, oh no, 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 sorry, I was gonna say, do you reckon the video was contained in the bulldog or something at the end of Skyfall, but it's not, it's, he explains that it's separate to that. Yes. Um.
0: Oh yeah, there are no plot holes in this movie, Paul. Don't worry about plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> There's none at all. But I well, I, that's the
1: thing. Just a mysterious guy turns up. Go kill Scarrow. Sk- Scarrow, S- yeah. Scarrow, because um, he's got a ki- He's on a mission to kill Mister White. Although they don't know- he- She doesn't know that.
0: First thing I want to lay down. Okay. First thing, if you're going to build a world, if Spectre is going to pay off these first three movies. Yeah. The first thing that I would, and hindsight is twenty twenty, Paul. I'm not saying I'm smarter than the writers of this movie. Yeah, and I'm sure the writers of this movie wrote C into this movie and went, yeah. oh, if only we could go back," because what you would be doing is setting up C earlier in in an earlier movie. Yeah, and C is a good thing, and more and more C, and then like. It's looking towards the end of Bond, and this movie is the movie that pays it off. To introduce C in this movie, yeah. and then try to pay off C in this movie. It's
1: such a pity, considering you had that hearing with Judy Dench, in Skyfall. Exactly. If only Denby had been on that panel.
0: Exactly. And that's where you see, like, there are all these things uh, in, in Quantum of Solace... um, M has a meeting with that guy from V from Vendetta. That's like, if the Prime Minister wanted to talk to you, he would talk to you. You're yeah. talking to me. And, like, that could have been a C scene. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: It, like, if you would just been there all along, but he just pops up. Yeah, he says,
0: Oh, here I am. <laughs> and Bond's all like, oh, I reckon your name is C. I, I
1: was like, Oh, government sh- shield out a lot of money for this. And I was like, Nah, benefactors. And the, I was like,
0: The second, no, the second he says, Oh, it's private industry that paid for this, what? is anyone in the audience going, yeah, I'm like, Who
1: the hell is. Paying for no, what? no, yeah. What? What private Like, oh.
0: I, I, I brought a friend along, Bond Maniac, and I said, "Now we all saw that twist coming, right? That the, you know, the private industry that's funded this gigantic intelligence operation. Obviously, that's going to be Spectre. And he's all like, "You know, I, he's a smart man, Paul. Yeah, yeah. He's a very smart man. But he's like, I got to be honest with you, I was asleep on the watch." When that happened, I, I just assumed that that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, that well, it's because Mallory, if Mallory's not a fan, then you know it's. As
0: it's well wrong. as the second you make your see uh, Moriarty from Sherlock. That's the
1: thing. It was like, oh, we already know him as a bad guy. So when yes. you play him as a good guy that turns out to be a bad guy, it felt like like he's great. Love that actor. Love him. But just like yes. seemed obvious. <laughs> yeah. It was like I'm waiting for you to turn out to be evil. Yes. You are evil.
0: I feel like later on we're going to get to it chronologically, but there is another person known for playing evil people and the second he pops up in your movie, he's not going to be a small-time henchman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, so we got a whole lot of London stuff, bit of Money Penny in there, which is great. Uh
0: I kind of enjoyed the way they played Money Penny with this, mm. which is it's kind it's an intimate relationship that james bond has that it's not intimate as in the second you say james bond has an intimate relationship you're <laughs> like oh yeah they had sex right it's like no 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 like skyfall there is that whole scene that very strongly suggests money penny and james
1: you know i mean it's a hard cut to fireworks it's a hard cut exactly right (laughs) in skyfall it's like
0: if you don't want to believe it happened you don't have to believe it happened but it was a hard cut to fireworks
1: yeah Um, actually you know what i just realized because sorry i'm interrupting your flow but all the old bonds. it's money penny wanting some james yeah yeah and him never giving her any this one it's James being like come over to my apartment and then she's like yeah I'm going now.
0: Like it's <laughs> yeah, they yeah. actually
1: have reversed it.
0: Yeah, and which is kind of sexy to me. It's so
1: good. Yeah, I like it. I'm a fan of that.
0: I like it. already the movie is on the right track, I <laughs> yeah. feel, when this is happening. And it's kind of exciting to me that like Moneypenny penny in this is a confidant. Like it's like James she is a strong character that James is like I need your help. Yeah. I'm not even going to Ray Fine's for help. Because Ray wouldn't know what to—he can't even remember <laughs> your birthday. I know yeah, that you so. are the one. Like that was a lovely touch. I felt that tells you everything you needed to know about the M um, Money Penny relationship, which is she's looking after his back. He's not on top of it. He's like, "Oh, is it your birthday?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, no, no." So she's lovely to him. Like,
1: also, just a beautiful bit of humor there. Like that it was, is, yeah. Oh, it's not your birthday, is it? Like because in that moment he's being so sweet. Yeah. And then... The
0: second she says no, he's like, well, I don't have any reason to. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's <laughs> great. Um, and then also Q, also being kind of the ally. Yes. yes. Uh, like, Muddy Patty Tanner and Q, they're just like the biggest Bond fans ever. I I <laughs>
0: really enjoyed what Q was doing in this. And at one point, it was like, he makes a joke. And he's the only one that finds it funny. Oh, what's li-
1: the... Uh, oh, yeah, I said to bring it back in one piece, not... Not bring back one <laughs> piece. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ben Whishaw just gets to be like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's have a little... That would have been fun to film. Oh,
0: You know what I love is that... Because you've had the Desmond Llewellyn cue yeah. you know, going back, which is like, 007, I don't like you. Like... <laughs> He's the one person in all these movies It's like... And uh, there's a story going back that the first scene that Desmond Llewellyn did in Goldfinger, he's like, oh, you know, I'm so glad that you're here, 007, the director, uh, Guy Hamilton, is like, no, 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 you don't like this guy. Like, he brings your <laughs> stuff back and it's all busted. You hate this guy. <laughs> and so it's like an adversarial relationship all the time with Desmond Llewellyn. So you get this new cute come in, Ben Wyshaw, and you're like, is this going to be... Is he just going to replay Q's greatest hits? Mm. Or is he taking it in a different direction? And I really like that it's like the infantile stages of this relationship with 007. And it's like, he doesn't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's all like, oh, I don't know if you know this 007, but the car you brought back, <laughs> it was destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this, he doesn't know that this is going to be a pattern, <laughs> which is beautiful to me.
1: Oh, that's a really fun way of looking at it. It's just like, oh, you've yeah. oh, got so much to learn, Q. Yeah. I mean, that moment in Skyfall when he's first introduced, it's like they have a bit of a repartee. And then the moment when James calls him Q. Yes. He's like, that's a really uh, an act of respect for him. He's like, Q. Yeah. Uh, which is really nice. So it's like that grudging respect. And the fact that he's like, uh, great, you can track me. Can you do one more thing for me? Uh, <laughs> untrack me. Make me disappear. Which is like what he did in Skyfall. Like, So it's like, yeah. all right, enough with James Bond disappearing. Uh, off the grid. But it was great. We're like, oh, it won't work for 24 hours. 48, 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and just
0: uh, that Daniel Craig does it in a, gla- in a glance. Yeah. That he's all- <laughs> 20 more hours and Daniel. No. It's like 48 yeah. hours. And just the smile. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So that's really great. And then he's off to... Where's he off to? Uh, oh, he's, he was off to... Oh, to the funeral. The funeral. In I, Rome.
0: Now, I want to put this out there. I, mm. The wave was very funny. <laughs> Where the... To the henchman <laughs> To the henchmen. To the, henchmen. <laughs> to the Monica Bellucci. <laughs> and they're looking after Monica Bellucci. And he's, he's just there. James is just there. And <laughs> just the stare. And James just gives it all away. <laughs> <laughs> and that what's kind of exciting to me—that scene might be over in two seconds if James Bond were to say to Monica Bellucci, "Oh, I'm actually a good guy and I want to take care of you." Mm. But that there's something kind of threatening in what he's saying. It's mm. like your life expectancy is probably very low, mm. and she's like, you know, it happens again later on in the movie where uh, Madeline, Doctor Madeline Swan, says to him. Well, what do you do? And he's all like, i kill people. Hi, Dr. Madeline. Like, at no point is he reassured these ladies, oh, no, it's okay, I'm on, you know. I think he does with Dr. Madeline Swan, mm. like, after about 30 minutes of, like, well, you know, it's a very dangerous profession that you're in, Doctor, and I am a person that kills people. And it's like, you know, you skip ahead 30 minutes. Oh, don't worry, I'm here to help you out. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's very, he's not very big on reassuring the ladies. Yeah,
1: I did... I thought it was that actually, probably more of my favorite piece of dialogue from the whole film. One of my favorites was um, when she says, uh, You know, how can you talk like this? Don't you see me grieving? And he goes, Nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Oh,
0: that, can I say. Just a perception. Money. the whole, um, that character mm. and that scene with with the two of them. Was the hottest, most like (laughs) most adult James Bond? Do you mean in her house? In her house, yes, absolutely, full on. But it it is exactly what you're saying. Of like, don't you see me grieving? Like, like, there's a certain point where you're like, this is a funeral, and she has just lost her husband, and you are the one that killed him, James Bond. (laughs) Like, there are so many issues with this, but the the script sort of like. You know, identifies them, acknowledges them, plays them off in a really interesting way. There's a really interesting tension going there. And this scene, the scene when they're in her house and they're about, they're about, I don't know if you know this, Paul. They are probably about to do it. They are probably about to get on. Yeah. And it felt really sexy to me.
1: I love that they, like, have sex and there's just two dead henchmen outside. (laughs)
0: Like, yeah. I mean, when you put it that way, that's probably kind of (laughs) gross. But it's like, if James Bond is going to do that kind of thing anyway, which he does. Yeah. You know? And and what was really sexy to me is all the elements of that scene are not a traditional James Bond movie. Number one... This is like a kind of this is a woman that has been in an abusive relationship, Mm. and we're not shown that, we're not told that, it's inferred. It's Mm. like you are not grieving, kind of thing. Number two, she's convinced she's about to die. Yeah, we know well, we suspect anyway, because James Bond does have a habit of not looking after ladies all too well. But we know that as long as James is there, she's probably safe. Yeah. She doesn't know that, but we, we kind of, sort of know that. And then that the, it's kind of like happy to be alive sex that's going on. And it's like, for the first time, I'm out of that abusive relationship. And I might enjoy that, you know, were it not for the fact that I'm about to die. Yeah. And-
1: <laughs> it's lo- I love when James Bond saves her life. And she's angry at him for it. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, oh, I've got five more minutes of this now.
0: Yeah, you bought <laughs> you only bought me five minutes. He's like, you know, wow, we can do a lot in five yeah. minutes. You know, <laughs> time he for a drink. Time for a drink, which was um,
1: I like that Felix Leiter was mentioned. Yeah, well, that I... gave me hope because I want him back in the series.
0: I want him back in there too.
1: Which also gives a like in the next movie. Will he catch up with Felix and be like, oh, how's uh, how's Monica going?
0: Oh yeah, because
1: that, that, well, that that's what I really like. Here's the thing, but I'm going to I had a bombshell. Here's the bombshell realization. Yes. No, Bond girl dies in this film.
0: Oh my gosh, you're right.
1: Yeah. It's implied, and you you have to assume that Felix Leiter goes and gets her out safely.
0: You know, you know, I mean, the second Felix is on the case, it's sorted. Don't even worry yep. about it. But um it <laughs> <laughs> feel good. No, Felix. but
1: I want that to be like I think we have we're like I he wanted- calls that number, they come in, she's fine.
0: I wanted more Monica in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's really brief, really. It's so
0: brief. And that, like, I mean, the Dr. Madeline Swan character that comes up later, I don't, f- I didn't feel it as much with her as I felt it with Monica. Because my- Yeah,
1: that's, I mean, it's, well, you know what? I think there's a, there's like a raw sexuality thing going on with with Monica and, and Daniel Craig. It's like and that's some that's some serious. That was some serious on-screen on-screen chemistry. I want to come back. I like that I, she survived.
0: I to me it's like the Monica relationship is almost an equal. Like she is not ignorant of things mm-hmm. that are going on. She yep. she has observed and like the reason her life is in danger is she knows too much. Mm. She is kind of an equal. Like no she doesn't have the same spy kind of like she's not a trained yeah. agent or anything but she has both eyes
1: open you know what it would make sense if future movies are james bond trying to thwart dismantle specter yeah she it would make sense for her to come back in a film i
0: i felt like her character was a really positive strong female character yeah in a very casino royale kind of way Yes. Like, I I felt that scene, and I'm like, this is a movie that wants women to come and watch it too.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, Monica Bellucci. So good. So
0: good. And I yeah. felt like the rest of the movie needed more Bellucci.
1: Yeah. I... Do you agree? Do you, would you like to see her in another film? In oh, another my God.
0: Film? I just want nothing but her. Yeah. And As I. Of, this like... is not to speak ill. Is, is it Leia Sedu?
1: Yeah, well, let's go with that. Doctor Madeline's one. This
0: is not to speak ill of, of her because I felt that she did a lot with a character that probably was meant to do more, but the writing perhaps wasn't there. Yeah. Like they very much played her as a Vespa Part Two. Yeah, and the cha- She played it really well, mm. but the character as written did not have that much to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting, uh, one of the things Daniel Craig said in like an interview and people were like, oh, what's it like to have like a the oldest Bond girl ever? Like, you know, what's it like to play <laughs> alongside an, an older woman? And Daniel Craig's like, you mean the same age as me? Exactly, like- <laughs> exactly. And I think that's part of what worked so well. It was like, yes. these are like two Contemporaries. Two people, they were contemporaries. They've yes. seen some shit. Where, where,
0: where's the relationship between James Bond and keep in mind this lady is the daughter like it's right there in what is her character description she's the daughter of mr white like oh,
1: of Madeline's Swan, yeah oh oh before I forget uh we learn if it hadn't already been established Daniel Craig's age the James Bond age oh uh oh man I've forgotten it now no wait I think it's is uh, the Certificate of Adoption, I think it is. Oh, I see. And I believe it says 83, and he's 12 years old. Therefore, he w- this James Bond was born in 1971, making him 44 at the time of Spectre. Oh, isn't
0: it kind of exciting?
1: I saw that, and I was like, M- mental, me- mental note, mental note, mental note.
0: <laughs> isn't it kind of exciting that the longer the Bond series goes, we're going to eventually have a Bond that was born after us? At some stage sure. <laughs> which is like The wow. Simpsons Because the Simpsons Has been going so long And they Are the same age Like Homer and Marge Met According to The current Simpsons timeline <laughs> Sometime around Like 2001 2002 Which is like That's gross Homer and Sim- Marge Are older than me But now They're not <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now they're not uh, I'm trying to look this up This will be a fun Little piece of trivia For you Oh, if I can get it up real quick. Is
0: it? Is this James Bond? No, well, that's James Bond talking when he says, if I can get it up real quick.
1: <laughs> oh, Wikipedia, you're the worst. All right, no, no, no. Okay, here we go. Uh, How many f- James Bond films came out before Daniel Craig Bond was born? Oh, that's a good question. I would have to say...
0: One, two, three...
1: Four. There was one in the same year, so I don't know in terms of dates, so we'll exclude that one. I would have at least five. Yeah, you're right. Dr. No from Usher With Love, Goldfinger Thunderball, You Only lived Twice. Diamonds Are Forever was in 71, so I don't know technically, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, isn't that funny? The current James Bond. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, that's interesting. Anyway, I just want to make sure I noted that. Uh, before we move on, so now we're where are
0: we are. We are. So she says, "Oh, there's going to be a meeting." And you know what's really sexy to me about, uh, even sexier about this scene, yeah. is that in previous Bond movies, like the lady that he beds is all like, "Oh, there's this thing that's happening," and he's all like, "I'm, go- I'm going to tell you that I'm going to be here, but I'm going to sneak off." Mm. Whereas with Monica, it's like, "I'm going to go to that meeting." But I'm still going to pay attention to you now. Like, oh, it's so sexy, Paul. I've become a woman watching that <laughs> scene. Be- that <laughs> he become a woman. That he says, I'm going to go to the meeting. And she, like, the very next thing that she says is something like, oh, he, my husband only ever went to meetings. He didn't pay attention to me. And Bond's all like, I can't. Is it actually that he says, the man was a. <laughs> it was such, yeah. like, you know, disdain in his voice and just passion and just love for this woman who has survived in this yeah. moment. Yeah, it's so rub- like compare it later on to the movie with a with a a similar scene about two people who are happy to be alive. Mm. But to me, that felt so much more forced.
1: I do wonder whether his baby, Joe's Bond, in this spectre, in in is a better is a better woman man. Yes. He's less of a womanizer, really.
0: Well, it's it, the difference to me is an a James Bond that used to trick women into going to bed with him. Yeah. And this is a Bond, the Daniel Craig Bond, if he has brought something that I hope lasts yeah. in the Bond universe, it's that he is someone who up front says you know Well he he's not the kind of person that says Do you want to go to bed But he is someone who's very honest and sincere About I, this is what I want And if you want it too
1: I think the, the scene in Quantum of Solace is my favourite When he goes uh, with Is it Miss Field And I want to try this one day When he walks into the bedroom And he goes um, uh, I'm actually having trouble finding the um The stationery Can you come help me And then and then she laughs and they have sex. Yeah, uh, yeah. She did die after. But <laughs> I don't want that part to happen.
0: You don't want the death. But part, I think no. at some
1: point, I think that's when I'll have found my soulmate is when yes. I can walk into a bedroom and go, I can't find the stationery. Yeah. I just, and then I just propose to them at that point. Do
0: you know how many times I watched Corner of Solace before that actually sunk in there? Yeah. He probably was not looking for the stationery. <laughs> So the very next thing, uh, bang, he's uh, at the meeting. He's at the yeah. Spectrum meeting. He just
1: gets in with the ring.
0: Yes. Which, like, you pull up to the car park, that is a ballsy move. Yeah. That God. is a ballsy... But this is...
1: this <laughs> is. But I mean, he has the... De- wow. oh, oh, the stealing of the DB10. Great. But yeah. also, like, once... It was kind of like you knew that he'd stolen the DB ten like ten seconds before they revealed that he'd stolen exactly. So was like, you were like laughing, and then like some of the oil was, oh yeah, it's like of course, like yeah, that's exactly what he was about to.
0: But I did like the reveal of the champagne is there for Q- like yeah, it's kind of nice. like champagne is a bowling ball with Homer written on it. Like, <laughs> Q is not the guy that drinks champagne, James. But it's very sweet of you like, to think. Like, with compliments, but, thank yeah, you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, he's it, a car park.
0: Now, this was the first wobble for me. Yeah. I didn't feel it as a wobble at the time, but in hindsight, I look in and I say, this is a wobble. Mm. Because you have seen... If you've seen the trailer, yeah. you have seen the moment where... You know, Christoph Waltz is sitting at the head of the table and he says, oh, by the way, James, I know you've been here the entire time. And he looks straight at James. Yeah. So, you know, when that scene starts, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And you're like, I'm kind of excited to see what happens after that. Right? <laughs> so then yeah, you okay. s- you sit through the whole scene and then that happens and that's that's the end of the scene.
1: That whole scene was really weird for me.
0: The thing that I enjoyed, yeah, it was weird. You kind of felt like you were supposed to get more out of that scene than yeah. what the scene gave you.
1: Like you were like, holy shit, this is a Spectre meeting. We haven't seen this on film for 40 years or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe about 40 years, maybe just... Sh- yeah, and I'd then, say 40 years. Th- and then, and then it, it was just like... Oh, oh, well, actually, no, what I did love, because they, they were doing all the briefs, and that's just like in Thunderball. Yes. So this is our... There's a few different moments that are basically lifted directly from past Bond films. That was one thing that I was like, oh, that is exactly the Thunderball... Spectre meeting
0: and, and they were doing things Like they they rattled off a couple of numbers About oh we have women That we're going to do these things to these women We're yeah. trafficking people It's real terrible You'll love it guys And like that hot had happened And then the scene kept going And I'm kind of like Oh wait Was that important plot information Or was that just They just do that anyway Like I just didn't know I think
1: there was One There was a reference So there was When James Bond is getting taken to queue mm-hmm. and tanner tells him about the recent terror shit that had gone on around the world yes that is then repeated in the specter meeting right so there is that but i think there is also some extraneous information Why well, do i think it's just building that specter yeah. is big
0: and i do like the hint of the women trafficking happens and then later on you see mr white and mr white's like that was too much for me like that's when yeah. I said no, thank you very much. Toppling governments, all in good fun. Yeah, trafficking women. Uh, Whitey says no. I got a daughter. That's uh, yeah, no good. Um, mist- <laughs> Whitey says no. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Hinks. Mister oh, Hinks boy. was far and away for me highlight of this movie.
1: Henchman, Hen- return, like- return to the badass henchman.
0: As well as this is the Daniel Craig more realistic Bond. Yeah. That has all the flavor of an old style Bond henchman. Yeah,
1: this is like a Jaws or an Odd Job or something. Yeah,
0: but in a realistic way yeah. and I t- you totally for me anyway, I totally bought it. Yeah. And there was so much fun and there was so much danger with him the first thing you see. And this I don't know if it was just me, up until that point in the movie, there had been these musical kind of things happening mm. that kind of made me feel a little bit Blade Runner-ish. Okay. Like, it was kind of like a haunting Blade Runner kind of... I, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. But the second Mr. Hink starts doing the Blade Runner move, where he's, like, gouging... <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and squeezing head, and I'm like, this feels very strangely Blade Runner.
1: We should, uh, we should call up Thomas Newman to find out.
0: Yeah, I wonder if Was
1: he doing a few
0: I wonder if it was intentional or if it was me yeah, yeah. being That's an actually...
1: idiot. Did Mr. Hinks have like silver painted nails or something like that? I
0: have... I, th- I think there was something there. Like I I I've been reading reviews and yeah. I think at least one review said this is a henchman who is armed with dot 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 and it's like all these things like double barrel Pistol. Yeah, that, that was cool. That was very cool. And then it actually mentioned nails, and I'm like, oh, it sounds like that was a thing.
1: Yeah, as he walked in, I feel like I remember. it was, It was. There wasn't a lot of focus given to it, but it was just like, just looked like there was some glinting silver nails something or something. Something was going on which there. Which I yeah. felt was maybe like a little bit of Jaws kind of yeah. reference, homage kind of thing. What,
0: what I really love about it is that everyone that's sitting at the table looks so corporate. And yeah. it looks like you could blow them over with a stiff breeze, breeze. And that it's like, would anyone like to challenge this man? And what is the difference between a meeting of the UN, a meeting of, <laughs> you know what I mean? A, a meeting in M's office and a meeting, a Spectre meeting. Here's the difference. Mr. Hinks crushes a man's head and everyone says, you know, no one says good job. <laughs>
1: Oh, good show. Good show.
0: But no one says, oh, that's bad taste, Mr. Hinks. <laughs> like he sits, so at, he sits at the table. And you know what I would have liked is if, because there have been three, is it three Daniel Craig movies? See, casino? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have loved if everyone was like that thin corporate type, except for three big burly wrestler men. Who like <laughs> <laughs> as Bond is killing off these bad guys? Yeah. <laughs>
1: more and more big burly men sitting in like the Like John Cena, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> exactly. Like uh, Yeah, I that's what I was confused about. I was like, what is your voting process? Yeah. Like what does Spectre's constitution say about this? Like what, what is due process? As well as Get your corporate governance in place. I don't like is this the correct procedure?
0: As well as what is the thing that you know, the head of the table, Mister Blofeld, if mm. you will, what is it that he does or has done or or is, yeah, that engenders this kind of blind respect? Like there's a little bit, yeah, there's a little bit of a feeling in this Dark Knight Rises at the start where, like, Bane is in the plane, and one of his loyal Bane henchmen. Is, is about to hop out with the rest of them, he's like, no, brother! No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, they will expect one of us in the wreckage. And he's the kind of guy that can say that to one of his henchmen, and the henchmen say, oh, okay, no worries. And then later in the movie, you get that sense about, it's very sort of explicit, that's the kind of guy that Blofeld is. Yeah,
1: this, this kind of religious, like, fervent yes. following.
0: But that's never kind of... It's almost like here's the symptom, but we're never going to show you the cause. Well,
1: can we get to? Can we? Well, can we? This is a thing because yeah. it, it to talk about that involves talking about who Blofeld is. Yes. Should we do that now? Okay. <laughs> Franz Oberhauser's son. So Franz Oberhauser always established is in the books. Never had has been in the films before. Mm-hmm. J- uh, James's caretaker, kind Which, of like yeah, yep. guardian. Turns out it's the son of. That is this guy that is Blofeld. So, new origin story. Yes. But it's interesting given, like, he's clearly had a very egalitarian, like, right. Like, he hasn't come from money. I just, like, thinking about this. Like, usually, you know, like, British society, a lot of people that are high and successful, they're high. They're high, <laughs> they're high, high <laughs> society, uh, first, you know, upper class, all well, that sort of thing.
0: It's very class oriented. class oriented. Yeah. They come
1: from money. Whereas. Look, credit to Oberhauser, credit yeah. to Blofeld. He's bootstrapped it. He's pulled himself up the boot with his own bootstraps. He's climbed the ladder. All in the in the length of time from being, I don't know, about 15 to let's say 45 now, in 30 years, he's made a he's made a meal for himself. He has. And I think that credit credit to Blofeld. Mhm. You know, this this wasn't given to him. He's built an empire. Yep. He's done very well for himself, and I think just due credit should be given. I, yes
0: <laughs> I I felt like there was some, something about his character that didn't ring true
1: Yeah, where, <laughs> with everything I just said
0: <laughs> well, well, no, like I, I enjoy that kind of a character Because that intrigues you, you say, what has his journey been?
1: He, like like he like, started off as angry Also, why isn't he Scottish? Surely he's meant to be Scottish
0: he, Well, yes, that's a very good question but it's, co- well, Oberhauser. Is that a oh, Austrian so. kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, but it it does, he st- strikes you as the kind of, like, boy, if mm. you will, that Spectre would not be kind to. And now he is the guy who runs Spectre and people will do anything for him. And it's like something has gone down between yeah. then and now. But you never get any hint whatsoever of what that could be. But the, there's the this is the conundrum of the character for me, is yep. that everything with James Bond is so personal, mm. right? Because, like, there's the cuckoo story, which was that written specifically for Christoph Waltz?
1: Oh, what was I forget what the cuckoo story now was.
0: Which is if a cuckoo hatches in another bird's nest... Oh, right, right, right. Yep. It will push the other baby birds out of the nest. And... Like, you, I kind of like that there's that, you know, he is the kind of character that takes it in that way. Yeah. But if it is so personal for him, he has the resources to go after James Bond.
1: Yeah. It's weird that, like, he waited until James Bond was a double O. Yes. Like, not when he was a, what was he, a naval commander back in the day? Yeah. Before that, so, like, what he...
0: (laughs) And and then James Bond keeps getting closer and closer to him. And, okay, I get that he's the kind of character that's like, I enjoy so much you being so close to me and never knowing that I'm there. But as well to kind of retcon that everything that happened to have happened...
1: I am the architect of (laughs) all your pain.
0: Yeah, and it's like, are you, though... Or are you just saying that you're,
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 It's like uh, Mr. Silver. Was he really? Yeah, he was seemed pretty he? independent, yeah. to be honest. That,
0: he- that again, I'm jumping ahead. I just want to say in the MI6 at the end and he's, James Bond is running down and there are cells either side and in one cell is a picture of Le Chiffre. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is what they're doing. They're going to have all the villains in the cells. Yeah, And then he looks in another cell and it's Vesper. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is what they're doing. They're doing all the characters from uh, Casino R <laughs> And then another cell is Dame Judah Denture's M. I'm yeah. like, hang on.
1: Who the hell is... Like, why you this is he well putting... Well, they-, they didn't have Dominic Green in there. Yeah, Like, I think it was green in the opening sequence, but then they kind of pushed that to the side a little bit. They're like, oh, yeah. they're Quantum of Solace whatever. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it was connected, but whatever.
0: <laughs> Which is interesting because, to me, this movie felt... I really enjoyed Quantum of Solace. Yeah. And one thing about Quantum of Solace that I felt was a virtue was that it got in, got out quick, did its business, you know, out of here. Yeah. it's. I think it's the shortest Bond movie. It is, yeah. This is the longest Bond movie. And to me, this feels like Quantum of Solace, but with lots of bloat.
1: Yeah, this is like okay. if
0: Quantum of Solace was a chubby mother. <laughs> you know <what> I mean?
1: <laughs> wow. So, okay, so Spectre, and then uh, I think this what you were kind of getting at earlier, Yep. which was we're like so excited for that moment when he yeah. recognises him. And then the next thing that happens is he just gets away. He
0: just gets away. <laughs> And credit to the movie, I really enjoy the chase between him and Mr. Hinks. What I like is the danger of, we have just seen Mr. Hinks crushing a man's head. And in your head, intellectually, is the thing that's happened. You know, you say to yourself, this is a Bond henchman. Mm. James Bond is probably going to have to come up against this guy. Man, that's going to suck for James when that (laughs) happens. Two seconds later, he is now being pursued by Mr. Hinks. Yeah, so and it's good. like, this is the worst thing that could happen to you, James. And I really like that he keeps pushing the buttons oh, on so his car. <laughs> and they keep saying, no ammo. Yeah. You know, this is not what it...
1: I like how it was literally like a tape, like a, a label maker that Q was clearly yes. using and just taping onto the buttons. It's like, this is a prototype. And that so would good.
0: Would 009 have put the music in there or would Q have put the music in for 009? Yeah. <laughs>
1: also uh, interesting they didn't show 009 yeah at first i thought that bumbling guy was 9 i'm like oh that's no good <laughs> i was like he's not he's not double what is it. your
0: recruitment happening what's yeah. going on
1: i will be yeah it's interesting that they haven't showed us any other double o's in in this in this canon yeah i don't know if we'll get that at some point um but anyway uh yeah so that was all very funny and then crashed the car and then Uh, There was a very Roger Moore-esque, or maybe there's a Sean Connery with the parachute and the... the, So much of this is, like, so many homages, redos, reinterpretations of existing Bond kind of tropes or iconography. Uh, But it was great. But it it was like, why can't Batista just get out of... Why can't Mr. Hinks just get out of the car and chase him, like... He thinks he's in the car. I guess he didn't see the ejection.
0: Yeah, he yeah he did not see the ejection because yeah, is... there was the fire oh, and flames. his flames. Yeah. Okay.
1: No. Okay. I'll pay that. I'll pay yeah. that. So then, uh, it's it's a bit sketchy as to how he finds Mister White so quickly. Where'd you last see him? Three months ago in Austria. Okay, I'll go to Austria. Oh, I found him. All right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Where Why does not? the
0: script say he is? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I kind of find it interesting that you see Mr. White and he's dying. Like, yeah. That's an interesting kind of...
1: Th- Thalcium, is it? Something um, like thallium? Thallium.
0: Thallium. thallium. Rat, apparently, it you, you make rat poison with it, ah. whatever it is. Yeah.
1: Did you uh, say he found it in his cell phone? Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's poisonous to the touch. Ah. So, But it's interesting that Spectre have already poisoned him. Maybe they don't know that... The Thallium has actually worked because right. they are now sending Mr. Hinks after him as well.
1: Maybe Mr.... Is it What's his name? Scario?
0: Scario. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's what's the- Schiaro. Schiaro. Thank you. Uh, maybe Scarface. he'd already
1: done the job. Uh, he, oh, he's yeah. He's just hanging out at... So, wait, what was the stadium blowing up? Was that just for funsies?
0: Well, that that is the thing... That I feel like uh, in Casino Royale, you get a very real sense that the explosion at the airport yeah. is going to benefit them financially.
1: Yeah, that's very explicit in the story. It's
0: very explicit. At no other point. Like, you get the sense that Quantum are doing money things. Like, we're going to, you know, if we take money... a lot of
1: tentacles and a lot of pie.
0: Exactly. If we take money from here and we put it over there and we make this deal that's terrible for people but great for us. Yeah. And then you get to Spectre, where you, ass- you assume this is going to keep going. Mm. Like it's kind of put on pause for Skyfall because it's like um, Silver's personal vendetta kind of thing. But you get to Spectre, and you're like, "Oh, tell us more about the money side of this operation." And it's like that kind of gets muddied. Yeah. Like you find you- there's the stadium bombing. Yeah. But how that is going to benefit them? Do you reckon they're like,
1: hey, what's the next evil thing we should do? What's something really terrible? Well, I was watching a movie the other day. It's called Dark Knight Rises. And there's this really cool (laughs) scene where Bane blows up a stadium. They're like, what's that? You know what? Doesn't matter. Great idea. Let's do it. (laughs) They will expect one of you (laughs) in the wreckage. You should get silver on the the case. Blow up a stadium. A boop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so oh my god, this is this is going very long, but we kind yes. of expected that too. There's a lot going on. We really need to well, ask-
0: I do feel like this at uh, the uh, is the part of the movie where the movie is still a movie. Yeah, it rapidly deteriorates. What I, I feel what
1: I do like that it's it's a lot of um, it's like he's on a trail. He's on an invest- investigative investigative trail. Yes, which I like. He's on he's on a mission. He's not on a proper mission, but he's on a let's follow the trail. And yes. find out, um, and of course, look. All through, through all of this, I don't know exactly where all the cutscenes happen, but like all the cutbacks, and we're seeing all the Denby Mallory stuff going on. But whatever, yeah. we know what that's all about.
0: That's kind of boring, because <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, oh, whatever.
0: <laughs> and the second it's like the South Africans are the only ones that are voting against have this.
1: A, have a silent vote. Have a secret. Yeah. Well, I what think it was supposed it?
0: it was supposed to be silent. I think,
1: except that they could just see
0: over <laughs> yeah, the shoulder.
1: Exactly. Like, exactly. oh, fatal flaw of the system. Denby can see that South Africa voted no. It's like, like
0: all these intelligence officers in that they'll have no way of looking over a shoulder uh, and seeing how we're
1: like And do you reckon like it's uh, there's a, there's no real suggestion of anything either way, but like. Denby would have been like, "Hey Spectre, can you just uh, strong arm someone in South Africa to do this?" Yeah, okay.
0: I was I was excited that maybe this would be a plot where Ray Finds as M would talk to the South African people, and they would say, "This is something that we know that you don't, M." But what ended up happening is, like in two or three scenes later, James Bond is watching the TV, and it's like explosion specifically in South Africa. (laughs) And you're like...
1: Oh, Oh, I missed that. That's good. The
0: second I saw that, I'm like, well, their vote has just changed now, obviously.
1: Oh, I missed that entirely. Yeah. That makes sense now. Because I thought it was weird that they just went one scene where it was like, they voted no, and then like three scenes later, they voted yes. Yeah. I was like, well... It was inevitable, just like Denby said. <laughs> yeah. that makes He must sense. have okay. read the script. Okay, so <laughs> when I said there was no suggestion either way, there was absolutely suggestion one way that Denby went back to Spectre and yeah.
0: said. Maybe that is elegant filmmaking that it gives you the clue and you don't know yeah. that you have the I clue. I like that that's in there then. Yeah. So
1: it's, I mean, because I was just assuming, oh, they must have just done something and didn't show it. But no, Denby went back to Spectre and went, go blow up a thing.
0: Yeah. So I mean the, the whole Dr. Madeline Swan thing and that that's kind of interesting character work. I I never bought mm. that she was Vesper part 2. But what what is interesting to me is when you get into Mr. White's little secret room mm. and there's a tape Vesper written on it.
1: Oh man, that broke my heart.
0: The very next thing that you assume is going to happen is, okay, I'm going to... You go out there, Dr. Madeline Swan, or you stay in here, whatever yeah. you want to do. I'm going to watch this tape. But that Bond doesn't watch the tape. Yeah. Which is like the one thing in that, you know, part of the movie that I kind of... It didn't feel like an omission so much as a very purposeful Bond is over, Vespa now.
1: mm. Yeah,
0: tell me more about this heartbreaking.
1: Turn, well, because it's like it's like it would be footage that he would see of the love of his life, but also it would be awful footage. But also it would cut to some of the truth of what her motivations were. Because in Casino Royale, it's a little bit vague. Yes, exactly how she's on the line, exactly what the deal is that she makes. In theory, that interrogation video is from the Casino Royale, where the Shefer has her right well that's that's what i assume that was
0: my first thought but she she had been turned she was ally Mm. would that interrogation have been earlier than that when she had been turned by the algerian love not guy yeah
1: yeah sorry this is a whole if anyone's like not totally up on the storyline throughout casino royale and quantum Mm. solace this is probably a bit confusing yeah but yeah, I don't know. Well,
0: well, that's a good point to people coming to this movie cold.
1: Yeah, they don't. And as well Even as people p- that haven't watched this movie, just, I just haven't watched Casino Royale or Quantum of Solace twice, because yeah. those movies take a couple of watches yeah. to really bed down that storyline. I feel mind.
0: like you and I have watched the movies, and we're quite warm on this. Yeah, and neither of us are qualified to say what would have absolutely been on that tape.
1: Yeah, I well, I just assume that it's the interrogation that was in theory taking place while Daniel Craig was having his balls blown to bits. (laughs) I'm so glad that
0: you brought up the balls being blown (laughs) to bits. I don't think we're there yet chronologically. Yeah. But there is a huge difference between Casino Royale and Spectre. And that is, in Casino Royale, James Bond gets his balls a little bit bloodied. Yeah. And after that, he's a different James Bond. Yeah. In this movie, there is a similar kind of scene, and it's not his balls. It's yeah. some might argue a more important part of his body.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's some nasty shit. Well, can we just? Uh, we'll it, get to there. Can, we'll get uh, to there. the uh, the Laurel, the Laurel They're both a little bit drunk. i have been drinking. I've um, oh, got. We've got. Oh. The whole snow chase, so the clinic, can we say, look, a little bit of suggestions of On Her Majesty's Secret Service, having a clinic up in the snow. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Yes. It turns out it's not run by the bad guys. It's an actual genuine genuine clinic. Yes. But having a genuine clinic, uh, having a clinic that looks like that big uh, on the top of a snowy mountain, that is On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yes. No two ways about it. My, you know what? Screw everything else. Plot points, plot holes, whatever. My biggest gripe with this film, James Bond does not ski. He goes to the goddamn snow and he does not ski. I'm so angry about that. So every other Bond
0: reference that they managed to shoehorn into this movie... But you're like, oh, that's one they missed. He got and a I'm goddamn angry.
1: plane. <laughs> Actually, I think that whole light plane with the with the wings being pulled off that might be a Timothy Dalton thing as well. I feel like there's something in there. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting weird resonances with something. But anyway, yeah, uh, that was a bit annoying. But great chase scene with the pla- a plane a light plane chasing cars. It was like, oh, there's cars going down a hill. How to chase that in a goddamn light plane? Why not? Yeah bit ridiculous but that's bond chases for you that's what kind of what you expect it felt a bit like that's like what you expect in like a brosnan film yes a little bit
0: yeah yeah there was uh, that w- that was kind of like uh, i to me what was aggravating about that is that i couldn't imagine how he's in a plane she's in a car he is not gonna get her out of the car no while is in the plane like So, a lot of this is like, I'm waiting for him to not be in the plane anymore and for her to not be in the car anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and really it is through dumb luck that he knocks out out or kills everybody but her. She is left conscious. Exactly.
0: Like, Like it is. It's dumb luck as well as Mr. Hink's. Mr. Hinks survives because the plot says that he's going to survive. you
1: yeah, really should have checked him out. I don't...
0: At 100%. Like, I don't... Him there. I think I missed how Mr. Hinks got out of the car. But he, he crashes through a windshield or something. He is unconscious, yeah. not anywhere near the car. Because if he was anywhere near the car, Bond
1: would just, you know, no, shoot him. The, he's on the bonnet. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, is he? he's left on the bonnet.
0: Oh, okay. Surely you just... Put a couple there's, in him, just to be I'm safe. I'm pretty
1: sure there's a shot where Bond has got, like, Madeline Swan in his arms or something, or they're walking away from the car, and, like, he's in the background there, like, out of focus. And I'm like, G- before you, like, you know, have a little moment of whatever, I can't remember exactly what their relationship was at that point, go and just check him! And they don't, and it really frustrated me. I was like, yeah. why would you not... Um, so
0: I liked Q doing his little chase oh yeah of course it was weird to me that he analyzes the ring and there's DNA in the ring
1: and then like I mean I don't think
0: DNA works the way that Hollywood movies think DNA works
1: and then like the also like what's with the graphics department at MI6 the fact that like It just automatically creates the image of the ring and then it's like, oh, stylistically it'd be really cool if lines go through all these octopus tentacles up to the link between all of them. Like, how smart is this graphical interface AI that's just, like, automatically figuring out the coolest possible way to deliver (laughs) this information to you?
0: Q, can you just scan this ring into your laptop? Oh, yes, uh, 007. Oh, how interesting. It's made of the very material that explains the entire plot of this movie.
1: Like, given in Skyfall, look, there is a bit of creative graphical interface stuff going on, but also there's a lot of just, like, code just, like, hacking out like but that, that's the more algorithm stuff,
0: absolutely 100%. But also, that's his like desktop, that's yeah. his landline, that's his <laughs> him at home, you know. This is his on the run little tiny yeah. laptop insane. guy,
1: absolutely
0: oh. insane. Any- anyway, so uh, can we skip ahead to the train? Because, yeah, uh, because uh, yes. essentially, so,
1: we've gone, so we do that, the American, which I did not understand for the longest time. The, what the, he was saying, yeah, I was I,
0: like, it sounded like the American, like, like the, the American. American. Yeah, and then someone
1: was like, I think maybe it was Q. Was like, well, we'll narrow it down a bit if you're yeah. trying to find an American. Yeah, yeah. Uh I like the rat,
0: the mouse, and James Bond being like, "Who do you work for?" That was <laughs> that was a much needed moment of comedy. Yeah, that was,
1: which it almost. Like, I was almost like, you know, actually, so this film, I think James Bond probably talks in this film more than any other, at least Daniel Craig Bond. Yeah. There were moments when I'm like, he's still talking.
0: Yes. he. What, what is he doing? The The train scene for me was yeah. so exciting because this is a Bond, as established in Casino Royale, the parkour villain yeah. jumps over a wall, Bond smashes through it.
1: Yes. And
0: it's clear as he's smashing through it, like, he's shaking his head. He's like, (laughs) yeah, he is not, you know, unaffected by the smashing through the wall. Yeah. But he is that kind of character that's like, this is going to take a toll on me, but it's going to get me there quicker. Yeah. And to put him on the train up against Mr. Hinks, and that was the first time in any Bond movie ever that I thought, Jeez, Bond is not going to survive this one
1: <laughs> Can I say, just before that happens Yep. Uh, Bond and and uh, Swan are having a little tete-a-tete Yes And I'm like, that's Vespain too uh, Very, yeah Like, their first tete-a-tete was on a train
0: I had that reaction after that had happened That I looked back in hindsight and I'm like Oh, they were doing Vespa Lynn too Yeah, they yeah. were Yes, I think
1: very purposefully in a way
0: where it's kind of like she's all like, "Why don't you stop?" And he uh, uh, stop to think, and he's like, "Maybe I should stop." Dot 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 to think, and it was very like, you don't assume Bond would ever stop doing the Bond thing because uh, these Bond movies keep on happening, mm. and it was kind of interesting that they flirted with that. I felt like I wanted to see it done well. Mm. <laughs> but at least that they did it, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. So then we have, uh, yeah, a bit of a fight with, with Hinks, which is White. great.
0: That was an incredible just fight. It's a nice just
1: brawler, just great brawler on the train.
0: I always think of the RN Express on, in from Russia with Love. Mm. What I didn't realise is this seems to happen every third or fourth James Bond movie. You've got the fight with T. He on Live and Let Die. Yeah. You've got the fight with Jaws. That happens yeah, on a train yeah. as well. Uh, and there's an there's a fourth one I think.
1: Well, there's a Golden Eye train thing as well. That's on a train. Is, is there? Yeah.
0: There's there's definitely a plane in gold. Oh, Golden Eye. Yeah, that's GoldenEye, true. There's yeah. the Armored Bullet Train. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it does seem to keep coming up like a hand-to-hand yeah. combat. Um, but this was the first one where it was like Bond is not, and that was again sexy to me.
1: Oh, you know, just going back a little bit earlier as well, what was goddamn sexy is James Bond trying to (laughs) mansplain, almost mansplain, how to use a gun. And then when she disarmed it and like, and I was like, that was sexy as hell. I'm like, holy shit. She's like, she's not like, I don't know how to use guns. She said, I "I hate guns. Exactly. Exactly. I don't. What did she say? I don't like guns. I don't like Uh, guns. And then she's like, (laughs) oh man. And then she's, he's like, I don't need to teach you anything. I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit, Bond! Oh yeah. shit, Jimmy! You have ma- met your match. And I love, so
0: I love the setup payoff. The setup of like she tells this story about Mr. White is in danger. Her father is oh, in danger. My God, yes! And she comes in and shoots the guy. And then the very next scene, Bond is not going to survive it. And she comes in and shoots the guy.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to talk. So that. Oh but yeah. Before I forget. Yes. So she tells that story. Skip forward three or four scenes. Yep. And Blofeld says, I've met you before. The first time I met you, you were just a kid. I came to your house. And she says, I don't remember.
0: Oh.
1: See what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Is that the same story? Did Blofeld come to kill Mr. White when she was a kid? And did she save her father by using a gun? I,
0: well, I I had not taken that. I can't imagine Blofeld as presented in the movie, where whether he was a less powerful Blofeld. Mm. But it's like if Blofeld tries to kill you and it doesn't work out, he's probably going to try a second time.
1: Yeah, but like I just thought because those stories they rhymed in a way, like they yeah. connect. That it's her as a kid, yes, in her home. Oh,
0: oh, that's I very, thought yeah. that's
1: what. It, the suggestion was, which was like totally badass, which means the implication is that she has faced off against Blofeld and won.
0: That's, yeah, that's very sick. Which
1: is very cool.
0: But you know what I like about the James Bond fight with Mr. Hinks? Yeah. Number one, Mr. Hinks is just the best. He, he is like, nothing will stop him until Bond is dead. Yeah. But, um, He's and a then. Juggernaut. And he gets shot. And then he disappears. You know there is a bullet in him. You know there is real world Daniel Craig Bond. <laughs> yeah. But you're still. Oh, I don't like that he's disappeared. Where is he? Where is he? He's no. And he lays out Madeline Swan with like one hand. Oh man. Like Insane. it's it's terrible violence. He's,
1: he's like he's like Donkey Kong. He's just smashing through barrels. Yes. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um. So yeah. So so that happens. <laughs> and what's sexy to me is that this is a fight that Bond is not going to win, but he does. He goes into the fight anyway.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because like most of the time, you go into the fight, you know you're going to win. Mm. There's nothing courageous about that at all.
1: Mm. And it ends up being kind of he out, he has to outsmart him in the end. Yeah, with little help from Madeline Swan.
0: Yeah, because it, it's it's as well. It's not about Bond's life. Mm. It's about I'm here to protect. Madeline Swan's life. Yeah, and if Bond is taken out, there is no one there for Madeline Swan anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder whether. Yeah, I wonder whether that whole tying someone. Oh, is there a golden eye moment where you tie? Oh, there's a few of those things where you like. It's like you've tied up the villain, and then they get pulled out by a thing. I feel like that's probably happened in Bond before. I can't Surely think of the specific.
0: I feel like this is a movie that doesn't have a lot of original Bond moments no. in there. Um, so that that to me is pretty much the end of the movie. Although there, <laughs> you, you do go to Blo- Blofeld's, like there is the car that comes and picks you up in yeah. the desert and goes out to Super the... Super weird. Which I kind of enjoy that and I enjoy yeah. that he talks to Blofeld. But then...
1: Can I say, and that whole arrival thing of, oh, he's been expecting you? I don't know if they say that specifically. Oh, the rooms are ready. Yeah. Um, oh, the, you know, dinner is at whatever time. There are clothes laid out for them. That is, is that directly from Dr. No?
0: I've, yeah, it did have a Dr. No feel to Cause it. Because it's a
1: Dr. No where they like get served food and then they're immediately knocked out and then they just wake up and go to dinner and it's like, why did you bother knocking him out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that's Dr. No, I think. Yeah,
0: because they have a conversation where Je- like, he's like, tell me, James, why did you come here? And James is all like, I came here to kill you. He's like, that is a funny thing that you say <laughs> <laughs> because I thought you came here to die. What I like about Christoph Waltz in yeah. this movie is that you have an expectation of Christoph Waltz going in that he's going to be sweet and kind and charming for, like, 30 seconds longer than he should be, and yeah. that is the time that James Bond is going to use to escape. Yeah. But this is a Blofeld that's like, no, this I'm going to do it straight away. I did it <laughs> two minutes ago, kind of thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, he, th- the scene happens with, uh, can we get to the driller? Well, just before that, yeah. I was
1: also thinking, because we were talking about how in Dr. No, it's like he gets knocked out. And then in this, Inspector, he gets offered champagne. He's like, mm, maybe later. Because I feel like he knows. He's like... I'm not going to drink your goddamn champagne until I know what the hell is going on here.
0: It just occurred to me, remember that they let him into a room with the meteorite? Yeah. Like, come in and see this meteorite. Yeah. Okay, now let's go out again. Could you have not had that meteorite scene in the movie, and would that have made any difference whatsoever?
1: Yeah. What's interesting, though, is, like, it's an unstoppable force, and then James Bond's like, yeah, but it stopped. But it stopped, yeah. (laughs)
0: Like, I did enjoy that metaphor.
1: Yeah. I, you know what, okay, crazy idea. Yes. If that had actually been the reveal of what he looked like.
0: Oh, that that would have been. Do you reckon very... they
1: should have kept him in shadow for the Spectre meeting and not shown it in the trailer? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Well,
0: yes. Well, as well, I I do see what what you are sort of uh, assuming there, mm. which I agree with one hundred percent, is that there are revelations about his character and they're not handled. In a very revelatory kind of way. Yeah. You're never quite sure what you're supposed to know and not supposed to know. Yeah. And and, 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 like in the movie, he actually says, oh, that's not my name anymore. I'll tell you my name, my new name. I'm going to tell you the hell out of my name. (laughs) Yeah. Here comes my name. And he says his name and it's like, it felt, there are so many people comparing this Bond movie to star trek into darkness
1: oh where it's like you knew kind of thing that yeah. it is khan
0: and but also that khan says i am khan that name is supposed to mean something to the audience yeah in universe that name means nothing to captain That's kirk a good point. and mr spock and it's the same with james bond it's like i'll tell you my name my name is borfeld and james is like okay yeah, Thanks like, for that information He's literally
1: like Yeah Catchy name Yeah Like <laughs> <that's> <laughs> actually what he says That he gives yeah. him his
0: full name as well That it's not Ernst There's not Blofeld Ernst, yeah. It's not Ernst Blofeld It's Ernst Stavro But like I gotta tell you my yeah. middle name as well It's a killer
1: So We that's, His head gets drilled.
0: Now that is going back to the Casino Royale Ball torture Right where there's a different James Bond after that. And yeah. it, Skyfall, which is like everyone, you know, there are some people hyperversion that are like, ah, oh, you know, if that is an overcredited movie, Skyfall, I don't think it, you know, deserves as much hype as it gets. I quite enjoy Skyfall. And one of the things I enjoy about it is that James Bond gets injured. I, I think he does in The World Is Not Enough as well, mm. but that never really seems to go anywhere or lead to anything. It's kind of exciting in Skyfall because he doesn't have his um, aiming, his his bullet like he's on the you know whatever shooting range, yeah. and he doesn't have his accuracy. And then the villain knows that and uses it against him and says, "Here is a lady with a thing on top of her head, a little shot glass. It's a nice scotch. You need to shoot the shot glass." Yeah. And he knows the villain knows that he's not going to do it. James Bond knows that he's not going to do it. That's kind of exciting. So, if the villain has to drill into James's brain, I wish he didn't have to, Paul. I really do. (laughs) But if he has to, obviously there's going to be a different James at the end of this scene. And they make such a thing of, I'm going to drill into the section of his brain that recognizes faces. And at the end of this scene, (sighs) he's not going to recognize your face. That is, like, Cthulhu level, you know? That's Lovecraft level terrifying to me.
1: Yeah. What's the first drill for? Is that just for pain?
0: Uh, Something to do with his eyes. His eyes are blurry. It makes his vision go blurry. Okay. And there was something else. I think it was dizzy, dizziness. This will make you dizzy and it'll make your eyes go blurry. And I was like, that is so disgusting. It is really disgusting that you're doing this. And, and that happens, and there seems... But this is the thing, right? Mm. You could say that the rest of the movie, he is an untouched Bond. Like, he has no physical or mental signs of injury. Mm. He's just had two drills, not one, two drills. Oof. Drill into his brain, and he gets up and he's like, you know, I'm going to take p-chow, everyone p-chow. out. P-chow, p-chow. But this, here is another thing. There is no actual evidence that he remembers
1: Madeline Swan at all. Do you reckon he's bluffing? It's very possible that so he's bluffing. That's the thing, because that's the weird thing, is that I can never forget that. It's like, did James Bond just shrug off irrevocable brain damage? Yeah. Or is he... Is, is he-, he
0: damaged and he's, like, not admitting it?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. That's...
0: And either one of those two things is so disturbingly grim to me.
1: So, well, no, well, it's just weird if if, if uh, Blofeld is like, I'm going to do this thing, this is the precise effect of it, and then it just does not work at all. Yeah. That's confusing. That's very confusing. Or... How many times does he interact where he has to recognise that it's her? Does he... Know? So it's... it's He knows...
0: Because he says to her something like, I, how could I forget a face like yeah. yours? But there is nothing... at From that point on in the movie, there is nothing of like, these are the memories we've shared. This is who you are to well, me. That's the
1: thing. Is it just the face that he's not meant to recognise anymore? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So does he still remember everything about Dr. Madeline Swann? Uh, he remembers that it's a blonde woman about this high, and, and, whatever. And this
0: is, maybe I'm being too, I, I definitely am being too sensitive, but there's something so ableist about, I've just had my brain drilled into twice, and then what happened in the cinema pool? I'm watching the, the watch explodes, right? Yeah. I sneezed. <laughs> it's, yeah. Un- it's terrible. It's unavoidable. Yeah. I had that in my, uh, I sneezed. And then I look up, and James Bond and Dr. Madeleine Swan are now out of the compound, overlooking the compound, and it explodes. It expo-
1: what a badly designed evil complex! It's terrible. One explosion, but, and the but, whole thing goes up. But to me, I'm like, what just happened?
0: I didn't actually sneeze, by the way. That was like, you know, my point is James Bond gets out of an impossibly difficult situation to get out of. In two seconds flat, just like, like I go
1: pew, pew, pew. Set with the Spectre meeting, to be honest. Yeah. Like, his escape routes are solid.
0: It's like, here is all the danger in the world, James. And he's like, thanks, don't care. <laughs> zip, zip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Zippity zoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: true. And uh, I kind of thought, I thought it would have been cool if he blew up the other helicopters so that yeah. no one could chase him. He didn't do that. I thought I wanted him to do that.
0: But he's like, Blofeld is dead in there. That's one thing I know for sure. Yeah. And it's like, we in the audience, are so like, he's not, we can he's tell so you that. Not dead. For sure. Yeah. And it was kind of a bit, it was so, like it was meant to be the biggest explosion in the world and it just meant nothing to me. <laughs> it just meant nothing. I was to me.
1: confused. I was like, why? Because there was like a little bit of explosion in the middle, and I was like, all right, cool, done. Get out of there, James. Yes. And then it kept exploding. And I was like, why? There's no way Stavro Blowhound has designed this whole goddamn thing to just <laughs> yeah. blow.
0: Do you know it actually took me like 10 seconds just to process what just exploded? And I'm like, oh, his data collecting stuff. Yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess that was a threat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just felt nothing about uh, the whole numb
1: I love the um the, the old like the old henchmen that like like they turned off the lights and then they stood up and it was it was a bit weird, but I kind of was like, Oh, there's some this is some serious old yeah. school Bond layer shit where you just got all these faceless data analysts that are probably getting paid, you know, several hundred grand a year, so it's worth it. Yeah. You know, Harvard, Oxford graduates. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cherry-picked from around the world. Who the fuck are these people? Who knows? They're all dead now. Thanks, James. Um, yeah, well,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they all they all turn around and stand up, and that's very scary. That's the thing.
1: How many truly intelligent and evil people are there in the world? That's the thing. Because to work for Spectre in, like, a data analyst role, yes. you have to be very clever. Yeah. But also, you've got to be evil.
0: It's like one of the things about Dr. Hannibal Lecter... He is such a villain that stands apart because he is one of the only believable villains where he is smart and evil. Yeah. A lot of the time, like, you can buy that someone is evil and not that clever. Like, Mm. they have massive gaps in their logic or understanding. You can buy that someone is clever and perhaps not that evil or maybe misunderstood or maybe they misunderstand or maybe like like the kind of thing that Blofeld has where he has a personal grudge I didn't understand whether Blofeld had a personal grudge against James or just a general evilness and it felt like the two things were contradictory it was like well it was pick your battles Blofeld which one do you want to pick
1: what I got from the script was that Spectre existed and has existed for many years without MI6 knowing shit about it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until James Bond turned up in Casino Royale. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe he was just not on Oberhauser's, on Blofeld's radar at all. He didn't give a shit what James Bond had done. He was insignificant. Until, super coincidence, he shows up. I guess the first time he would have shown up would have been uh, messing with Dominic... Not Dominic Green. uh, What's his name? Um, Dimitri at... The uh, the hotel and Casino Royale when he wins the Aston Martin, yeah, because that's the first woman that dies. Dimitri's like wife, lover, right? Uh, and in theory, if he's taking if he's taking credit for all the women dying, mm-hmm. not just the ones he mentions, that's the first one. So what I took that to mean is James turned up at that point. They found out who James was, and from then on, yeah. Spectres like, like Blofeld's like, are you serious? <laughs> you know what I mean? It would have been like, looking at they'd be like, uh, uh, Mr. Blofar, please uh, have a look at the screen. Something, Something's happened to Dimitri or uh, to his wife. And they looked at it. And uh, Blofer would have been like, well, there's something <laughs> in that a little bit. I, you know, a, a bit more. I reckon I know that. You know what? It's the darndest thing. <laughs> oh, you will not believe. Guys, come around. You won't <laughs> believe this. It is the small world. It is a small <laughs> world. I cannot believe. I. <laughs> That's, that's James. that's the guy that made, that's why I'm so angry, he's the guy. Yeah. Let's make his life hell. Do you reckon that's what, that's, is that what they're saying happened?
0: I guess, (laughs) I guess. It's weird to me, and it's like, in Quantum of Solace, there's that scary moment of like, we have men everywhere, and then the man in the room starts shooting at you. And then M, you know, has that line that, um, y- you, you love this line and I do too. <laughs> yeah. About, you know, they,
1: what is it? We Flor- <laughs> we have, we have, we have uh, people everywhere. Florists use that line. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You, you don't expect them to actually be in the room.
0: Um, and, and uh, right from that moment, it's like, we need to find out everything we can about this. Yeah. James Bond goes to a meeting with all these people and comes out knowing nothing. nothing. <laughs> he goes into their data collecting service place and comes out knowing nothing like his job is intelligence
1: is a thing so his the three main points when he reports back to I think it's conversations with Mallory after Mexico City Mallory's like, what the hell you had no authority he's like he's like, he's, hes he sounds like like a schoolboy that's been caught throat like passing notes he's like well yeah well uh they would have blown up a stadium so whatever you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how that comes across. Yes. Then after... Um, oh, no, I think it's he's talking to Penny. I think, when he's like, he's like, oh, by the way, this, this, and this connected. It's an evil organization. All right, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he comes back from the data collection center, he's like, well, the recently deceased Ernst Stavro Blofeld is behind everything. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, thanks it's for like- taking care of that, <laughs> I guess. But- <laughs> But, the, like, the data
0: c- uh, centre is now blown up. Yeah. So, is there anything bad about C... I mean, C was Spectre and that's no good. Just sack him and get someone else to do... But they've this- blown up
1: the centre, but the thing is still got to go online. Well, this is... And that's still a threat. Right. This is how I feel about yeah. it, though.
0: I am not for dat- mandatory data collection, Like, I, you know, there's a certain level of, like, make sure people aren't doing the wrong thing. And if people are doing the wrong thing, make sure you know how to find them, and that's fine. But, like, there is a whole privacy issue that this movie addresses. It's like the people who want to know everything that you do ever, they're the bad guys. (laughs) But this movie kind of sets it up as data collection... Which is a rather passive kind of thing, yeah. And like, let's look for patterns in the data, versus James Bond running around the streets of Mexico, blowing up city <laughs> blocks. And it's like, you know, the good guys are the ones that are blowing up like small towns.
1: Yeah. You're sounding a lot like Steve.
0: <laughs> but that's just what I, I don- mean, though. You I know?
1: wonder how influenced the script is by the whole prison thing in America. I just kind of realized that. I don't know if they. Don- I don't know if they're going for super obvious. Connections, But they're basically saying like, hey, America, you know that whole prison thing you had where you monitored everyone? Yeah, that's what evil people do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I just remind uh, people, or-, or for the first time if they uh, weren't aware, Spectre originally stood mm. for Special Executive for Counterintelligence, Terrorism, Revenge, and Extortion. <laughs> 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 Which is hilarious, but also like patently evil. Yes. Like, you can't go... Oh, revenge? now that's a pretty that's a pretty bold thing <laughs> yeah, re- to pursue. <laughs> Extortion? No, that's that's for the good guys. Like they're an <laughs> evil organization. Whereas yeah. with that whole like kind of fervent like faith and everything and the ideal idealism that this Blofeld brings to it, there's a kind of an element of do they know they're the bad guys? Yeah, or is it like we're creating a better world through like yeah, unsavory yeah. means?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, exactly are they, right. are they
1: like New World Order and everything will be better because everyone will be happier or New World Order because we just want power and we want to be evil?
0: There's something so contradictory about, like Blofeld says, would anyone like to challenge? Mr. Hinks comes up, crushes a guy head, sits at the table. I don't feel that Blofeld is a guy physically yeah. that can protect himself from head crushing. So why has no one challenged Blofeld?
1: That's a very, it's a very tribalistic thing, isn't it? Yes. It's just whoever is king is whoever hasn't been challenged and killed to death <laughs> yeah. by the next strong guy.
0: And it's like, you could say, oh, Blofeld doesn't get his head crushed because he has a gun in his pocket. And if someone tries to crush his head, you go, ah, ah, ah and you pull out the gun. Oh, but oh, then, oh. You know. <laughs> But then why wouldn't everyone sitting at that table be wearing a gun? Like if, if this is if this is a thing that happens at that meeting all the time, or if this is a new thing that has just maybe happened. it's a
1: new thing because he, he's look. He says like submit your credentials. Yeah. So maybe he's meant to bring out a piece of paper. <laughs> like maybe isn't he's meant we-
0: to. <laughs> isn't that weird? Like what you know? Experience have you had in revenge? Oh, you're more of an extortion kind of guy.
1: <laughs> like, do you reckon maybe actually it was like, he's like, submit your credentials. Um, Mr. Hinks goes and like crushes his skull and then Blofeld's like, all right, well, g- cool. Can you, I just need to, <laughs> to see me. <laughs> That's,
0: I didn't ask you to do that. It's very <laughs> impressive.
1: Um, <laughs> But you haven't got to the interview stage yet. I said um,
0: credentials, <laughs> credentials is what no. I said.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Can we. All right. Let's go. Oh my God. Let's put ourselves all out of our misery and get through this. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm enjoying this, but yeah, my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. we've gone long. This is going to be our longest episode yet. Um. So, okay. Gotten out of there. Gone back to London. Uh, mad race against time. Mallory's going to go be a badass and take, take C to the dry cleaners. Tanner, Money Penny, and Q are driving around in a van because. They can't yeah. go anywhere else. I don't know why they have to be in a van, but they are so I'd, good yeah, on Yeah, to
0: be honest, I kind of blink and miss a few plot J- points.
1: James gets captured. Was he meant to get captured? The whole bit where he gets free of his captors is really unclear. Yeah, Like, is one of those guys actually on the inside for him, or does he overpower them? It's really confusing. He, he
0: overpowers them, I think.
1: Because it looks. It almost looks like one of the henchmen goes to like, shoot the other one. But and then he pulls the gun, and then it's—I don't know—it's very confusing. The
0: thing I enjoy, the two things I enjoy: number one, that M does a little reprise of the Casino
1: Royale.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, were these your bullets, kind of thing?
1: I wanted him to use the line. I thought it was—I thought he was going to say, "I know where you keep your gun." Right. I wanted him to yeah. say that line, and he didn't. And maybe it's for the best. But it's—it's it's exactly. It's exactly the opening scene of Casino Royale, and it was so good. What I liked about it, it worked as a
0: reference,
1: but it also
0: tells you that the guy at the start of Casino Royale, and you don't know anything about him, but you know more about C now, and you say, well, he's the similar kind of... And all you know about this guy Dryden at the start of Casino Royale is that he was selling secrets on the Mm. side. Was he involved, in Spectre? I guess everyone yeah. was involved in Spectre. You and I, Paul, are the only ones who are not Inspector. Do you feel left out? Because I do.
1: Yeah, I, I totally feel left out. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely not involved. Wait a second. So, yeah, not, it feels pretty bad for me to show me that ring to finger not, to not be involved, Inspector. God, they must be having so much fun. I mean, I don't, I don't even care. I don't.
0: Am I know, the only? Goddamn person and the planet of Earth apart from actually James Bond. And even he has been to a Spectre meeting. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get an invite? Psst, to... psst, hey.
1: Yeah? Hey Anthony. Yeah. Um do you like um do you like being special? I do. Do you do you like um do you like being executive? Oh, do I ever? Do you like the opposite of intelligence?
0: I sure do. I'm very counter yeah. in that, you yeah. know, whole whole field.
1: How do you feel about? How do you feel about f- fear? Fe- fear? Do you, love, do you love terror? I do. Ism?
0: How do you know this about me?
1: Uh, do you want to get revenge on someone?
0: You know what? So far, this is all sounding very good.
1: How about? How about? Do you want a little bit of bling? A little, a little bit more kishkash?
0: I do want Kish Cash, but the the one thing I object to is extortion. Oh. Everything else I'm up for, but is it, you know Why no, why do you ask?
1: No, never mind. Nothing. Oh okay. Nothing.
0: Oh, fair enough. So I mean the movie ends. I what I <laughs>
1: What, what I en- what enjoy, I enjoy <laughs> that the
0: Climax is in the old MI6 yeah, it's cool. building and it's decrepit. And that's kind of moody and atmospheric and it's cool. enjoyable. Yeah. Blofeld shows up and his eye's all funky now.
1: How good is the, the he shoots the glass and it makes the spectre? Thing. Yeah,
0: that's I mean, nice. that's that's good fun So, uh, the, the bridge, him on the bridge And everything looks a bit hokey It's good special effects It's 2015 yeah. special effects But it's still special effecty.
1: Can I say, can I, uh, just with the Bond Because he has had that scratched eye in, in some films And not in others Yes But he isn't given a reason for having the scratched eye in any of the films Like, that's not a continuity thing, is well, it? Well, this
0: is the first time it's been an out-and-out out white eye Right, the, it, he's always he had the scratch the first time you saw him in. Oh, okay. You only Live twice, and that was Donald Pleasance playing the character then. Oh. And then in universe, you could say because the the next time you see him is Tal Is it Tally Savalas? Terry Savalas? Tally. I don't know who Tally. I'm thinking I'm of the going, guy from Sesame I'm Street. I'm going
1: off the, the the um black books reference when he does when he does Bally Savalas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing it's Tally Savalas, um, which I did not get that reference <laughs> until just now. <laughs> That's great.
0: <laughs> but um, w- by the time you get the diamonds are forever, where you know they've gone. W- what are the things that make Blofeld? Blofeld. Uh, he's an angry man and he's bald. Okay, Charles Grey is now Blofeld. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mister Bond. Yeah. <laughs> he's like.
1: Is that the one that he's in? Um- uh, You Only Live Twice. Yes. And it has a different character. H-
0: Henderson's my he, name. he dies yeah.
1: from one stab wound through a paper wall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And he actually has a wooden leg, and, like, James Bond bashes the crap <laughs> out of the leg. And he's like, just had to make sure you were you. And he's like, I'm glad you got the right leg.
1: And then, like... <laughs> that's right, because he, like, he has clones in that movie, isn't it?
0: That, well, that's when he's blown fell. Bl- blown. Blown. <laughs> That's his that's, that's the porn version. <laughs> oh, that's the Crystal Waltz version because he's a bit blown up by the end yeah, of the movie. He's Blownfeld, um, yeah. So the plastic surgery basically oh, gets it, introduced, gets
1: rid of the scratched eye. Yes, okay.
0: Um, but like by the end, you've introduced blowfeld and you've done nothing with him. Like at the end, he is angry on the bridge, yeah, and he sees Bond and you know, human casualty number gazillion walking off into the sunset, Uh, Dr. Madeline Swan. (laughs) But it's like, like already that movie felt so grim to me. And I'm like, if the end of this movie is... On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which is, I swear oh, to God. Oh my God. The look in Blofeld's eyes. Yes! Oh
1: as my God. They're walking
0: off. Oh, I'm going to. On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the hell out of that Madeline yeah, Swan. I
1: so thought they were going to do it. Yeah, but I, I mean. I they were going to kill her.
0: How, how can you avoid that being the first five minutes of your next Bond oh
1: my film? God, I know. Right? Yes. That's. Uh, Can I say him walking away from Blowfat on the floor felt um, a little bit like um, uh, Obi-Wan walking away from Anakin at the end of (laughs) Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. He's just like, you're so angry, I can't do anything for you. Yeah. sorry. Oh, we didn't even mention that, like, uh, Madeline Swan and James Bond surviving Mr. Hinks, and they just go at it in the car, yes, in the train car, straight after.
0: Which, to me, felt like... To, like you know the kind of thing where it's like there's a romanticy kind of like you know good chemistry it's all going yeah. and then the guy leans in for the kiss and the girl says whoa 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 what do you think you're doing like no, no this is not that at all Well
1: that was like that in American yeah
0: and that's what I've that's the first time I've ever felt two people do that. To me as an audience member Where they lean into each other And they're getting it on And I as an audience member I'm like Whoa, whoa, whoa What do you think you're doing? <laughs>
1: yeah. I love the What are we do next? It's yeah. like Okay What is James' answer to that Every time? Exactly It's either drink Or sex or both <laughs> Come on Exactly
0: And I was kind of excited about This is a Like obviously I'm naive This is the 24th James Bond movie Surely by now I know what the next scene is but I was kind of excited about she'd already said that's not going to happen. Yeah. And she says, what do we do now? And James Bond is the kind of guy who he wouldn't know what to do now. Oh, show me something new, movie. And then your movie's like, oh, you want something new, do you? You want something new?
1: Something old. You know, you know what it is? It's the classic family, family guy. 50 knowles on a Yash is still a yes." <laughs> <laughs> It's exactly that it is it's no no James, no James, oh, you just killed that guy for me, yeah, all right, let's go, which is why it's so sexy
0: when it happens with Monica Bellucci and they're both into it, yeah,
1: I mean she but that's the thing she, but to be fair, she has decided, madeline Swan has decided that's what she wants, but
0: there's something it is absolutely, and it's kind of like she wants it because the script says that she wants it, yeah, but there's a feeling of like.
1: It was a bit jarring for
0: me. With with Monica Bellucci, it's like two people who know what they're doing and they consent. Yeah. And with the relationship with the daughter of Mr. White, it's like this guy saying, let me... Like, there was something a little bit icky. Yeah. It's, It's not quite Roger Moore territory in view to a kill where he's like going out with a girl who's... Like, there was a Roger Moore movie where there was a girl that was too young for him. Um, for your, for your eyes only.
1: Plenty tall.
0: No, 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 no. Oh. She, I think her name was Bibi. She was an ice skater. And she's all Cause... like, come on, James, it'll be great. She was American. Let's go for it. Let's have sex. And he's like, no, you're a bit too young for me, Bibi." He does the gentlemanly thing. And then like two movies later, he's going out with a girl who's probably even younger than <laughs> Bibi.
1: Well, live and let live. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so, okay. I mean, I it started that's...
0: off really strong for me, Yeah. this movie, Spectre, and just, it got, like, there was a point in the movie where I actually assessed, I'm like, am I enjoying this anymore? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Yeah. And then later on, I asked myself the same question. I'm like, no, yeah. no, I'm like, not.
1: It got back to, like, people like, oh, this is the first, like, Bond film, like, proper Bond. But it's only that because it's a pastiche of every Bond film that's gone before. And... It's like, why I, I want a new Bond film where it starts off with Bond getting a briefing yes. from M, a normal mission, and it does its own new thing.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't try to twist and tw- turn and, yeah. you know. The
1: problem because it tried to do this mythology thing where it builds on it and, it and it encompasses everything that we've seen before, which is fine. But, one, I kind of... Look, anyone that kind of was like looking at the material and stuff, and without even any particular spoilers, but just with trailers and stuff... It turned out pretty much what we expected it to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. We were like, oh, it was be Spectre. Oberhaus is fouled, Probably all this thing is connected. Oh, quick note. Quantum, my theory, if they have to explain it away, Quantum is like the financial arm of Spectre. Yeah,
0: yeah that I'll buy that. Maybe. Because yeah. like,
1: pretty much everything that Quantum was dealt with earlier kind of money flow related yeah, money and you could argue everyone in the opera at quantum of solace was like they were all the money men, maybe
0: i was more excited about the opera scene in quantum than i was by any of the specter scenes in the movie specter yeah
1: that's kind of true that um, was yeah
0: i i i want to offer this it's a very strong opinion it's a very controversial opinion Ooh. And who knows? Like three weeks from now, I might listen to myself saying this and say, ooh, Anthony, I wouldn't have said that." Yeah, I'm not sure I'd put that on public record. Die Another Day, Pierce Brosnan movie, the most ridiculous of oh, the Pierce shit, Brosnan what are you about movies. To do? Right? Oh no! If you said to me, you can watch Die Another Day again. Oh my god! Or Spectre again. Wow! You know why I would say Die Another Day? Because, you know, going into that movie, it's meant to be ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. I buy a guy with exploded diamonds embedded in his face more than I buy, like, the that His perfect scarred eye, yeah. like, and nothing else in his body is Doesn't touched. it make
1: sense why that was his injury? It doesn't. It was like, it was like, oh, it's the eye, but why that? What but happened? It's, I find like ridiculous. I wish that they'd had like one short, like half a second shot of something yeah. flying into his face.
0: Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and that's what they have in Die Another Day. Can I sell you Die Another Day? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but-, <laughs> but this is like, I think ridiculous stuff in a Daniel Craig movie stands out way more. Because it is such a grittier, real worldier, yeah. Bond. That's
1: the thing. They tried to do so many old school Bond things combined with the new school gritty, which made it a weird kind of mix. I felt like oh, I said this earlier, where it's like goes back and forth, and I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm like, this is so campy and weird, or this is so like fanciful, and then like real world, like they're fucking drilling into our man's head, and they're like, what's the long term damage of that? We need it's, to know. We yeah, like it, if it was. This is what I would have bought if it
0: was he, for the rest of this movie, Spectre, hmm. is off balance. He's not at 100% of his agent capability. Yeah. And that's going to make the rest of the movie exciting. But one day he will heal and he'll get it all back. Yeah. I would have bought that. But that he gets up from the table and he's like, here I am, pew, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> Had some drills in my brain, but that's all right. I don't, I don't buy that. Yeah, And that's where the movie lost me.
1: Maybe it's... That's the thing, is if if the next film is a new actor... Yep. Do they continue the continuity, or do they start again? And I don't think they can start again so quickly. I... Because yeah. they've built up so much mythology around this Bond now, that I think they need to keep going. They can't just go back to... They can't do a Spider-Man on us.
0: This was a movie that was, like, so desperate to draw blood... And it drew blood, yeah. and then the consequences were. Oh, there's no blood. Don't even worry that, it about did it. Did look amazing. It was very pretty.
1: But I think still my favourite scene was that opening scene. I just want to watch that opening scene again. I just want yeah. to watch that again. I don't think I don't know what from the rest of the film. Like that, the action was good, but it wasn't like like Skyfall. There's some serious plot issues. Yes, but visual, like every scene on its own is awesome. Yes. Like, I, f- I love watching that film. Yeah. Like, if I ignore the fact that, like, plot-wise, the reason why we're going from scene to scene, it doesn't really work. Everything everything just is so, like, vivid and amazing. Spectre feels muddier to me. It's yeah. way muddier.
0: And I think it starts really strong.
1: Yes, that's the thing. It yes. starts so strong. That Mexico scene is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. After that, I just... I, and I actually, I was also loving all the London stuff. I loved all that. Daniel Craig, you know, James Bond at home, uh, yeah, in yeah. his own city, in his own home, all that kind of stuff. I really liked that. Uh, and then it just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's the Blofeld. They, they've, I feel like they were wedded so much to, we have Blofeld and it's so exciting and yeah. what do we do with Blofeld? And in the end, it's like they, it's a Blofeld origin story. Yeah. But it's like, this isn't meant to be an origin story. This is meant to be a payoff story. This is meant to pay off. And and that they tried to balance those two things, yeah. and it ended up doing neither of them.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's...
1: Second they'll uh, have Sam Mendes again?
0: Uh, I uh, well, I can't imagine him wanting to... Because yeah, that is I what I find... Out. That is what I find interesting about the movie, is that it's it does fall apart in the end, but it is well directed.
1: Yeah. Do you reckon... Because w- he didn't want to do it, wasn't it? And then they convinced him with probably lots of money. Yeah. Was it something along those lines?
0: I... Yeah. Like it well, was
1: announced he wasn't going to do it, and then the next thing we knew he was, was going to do it. Was going to do it. Yeah.
0: Which was exciting that he was going to do it. And it's kind of... It makes you think, like, for example, do, Steven Spielberg doing a Bond movie, which was one of those things that it's like, oh, he would never do it. He's done Indiana Jones... Specifically because he couldn't get in to do right. the Bond movies, and nowadays, like he he his director's fee would be far too much anyway. Mm. He's got his own things going on, but it was always in the back of your head. You're like, man, imagine a Bond movie done by a person of a caliber of Steven Spielberg. And it's so interesting that Sam Mendes does a Skyfall, which kind of is that. Like you know, Sam mm. Mendes is a really Talented director that is held in very high esteem, and he does a Skyfall, and everyone's like, yeah, "That was great," and then he does a Spectre, and everyone's like, "That's enough." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's kind of like we've had the gamut now. We've had this is what it looks like when a really good because I felt what this movie lost was the Bondness. It yeah. it didn't feel like a Bond movie, and it felt like it was chasing something else and it was like pierce brosnan pierce brosnan's first bond movie uh golden eye yeah and judy dench sits him down and says i reckon you're a relic of the cold war you're a misogynist dinosaur mm. i didn't feel i was too young to yeah. feel that but i didn't feel that at the time and then you've got and it's the same writers who keep coming back the wade and purvis mm. And you keep having that speech recycled every now and then of like, oh, Bond, you are such a blunt instrument, a yeah. tool, you know, it used to yeah. provoke. And, and it's like people are so blatant about using that same speech over and over of like, do you even fit into this world anymore, Bond? And at no point I was at, in any danger of thinking to myself, Bond is not, you know, Bond is out of it. Bond is out of touch. Without the, you know, what we as an audience want is not Bond. I never felt that in a million yeah. years. Spectre was the first Bond movie out of all 24 that yeah. I'm like, oh, he's out of touch. <laughs> you know, wow. like I really wow. felt that bad by the end of the movie.
1: I want to say, like, I've obviously ate a lot of gripes with this film. Yep. I feel like I liked it overall more than you. although I feel like maybe I'm going to like it less the more I think about it. I feel like I do want to go see it again in the cinema, but we'll see. It's
0: Uh, it's interesting to see what the Rotten Tomatoes is doing because it mm. started off really, really high and really strong because it is exciting to see a new Bond movie, and I was excited. I was so excited. I was so
1: excited. Maybe too excited. I don't know. Maybe too excited. Uh, I want to put in the hat. This won't happen. Mm -hmm. But one of the Fast and Furious directors. Imagine that. Justin Lin or James Wan? Oh. Boom. Anyway, we should really wrap up because we're, we're very, we're dangerously close to two hours and I'm not even sure if we're able to do an episode longer than two hours technically. <laughs> oh my God. So we should stop talking.
0: That's, this is the longest we've ever done.
1: Yeah, it's probably the longest. I Maybe Star Wars, we'll see. That's coming soon. Yep, yep. Uh, there'll be a lot to talk about with Hunger Games, but not quite as much, I don't think. Um... But I think I think I'm I think I've said my piece. Yes, Are you good.
0: I feel I feel good. Yeah. There was another thing I wanted to say, but I've forgotten it. <laughs> but as well, like I feel like I've got I, the second I say, "Ooh, fancy myself a bit of die another day before I'd see uh, this movie again." Yeah. That probably says it all. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think it's fitting that the longest James Bond film ever has provoked the longest ever movie autopsy episode ever. Yes. That's nice. Absolutely. Um, so that's our movie autopsy for Spectre. Mm-hmm. Uh, please tweet at us. We're at Movie Autopsy on Twitter or also on Facebook. Look us up there. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, oh my God, go to iTunes, uh, search for Movie Autopsy or else just uh, your podcast type of choice on your mobile. Yeah. Do that thing.
0: 100% for free.
1: 100%!
0: Yeah, we love you. We're Not, giving this to you.
1: Yeah, it's yours. It's on your <laughs> phone.
0: You're like, oh, thanks, guys. How did you know? And then you roll your eyes. That's, don't do that. That's rude.
1: <laughs> Wait till we're out of the room. <laughs> like, and at least, like, next time we see you, like, be listening to it so that we know, like, it's like a, you know, sweater at Christmas. Like, exactly. Wear the sweater. Come on. What? <laughs> <once.
0: laughs> oh, thanks for giving this to me, guys. I love this. <laughs> you know, I think, I think. Uh, I've been Paul Culliver. I've been Anthony McCormick. We'll speak to you next time. Speak to you then.